Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 7 by George DeBuilder Chapter 16 Saturday morning I woke up hot and cold at the same time. I was shivering as I felt her soft touch on my forehead. Poor baby, she whispered. You have a fever, and lightly kissed me on the lips. I moaned and rolled over on my side, opening my eyes enough to watch Britt's beautiful, bare backside as she stepped quietly into the bathroom. She came back with a cool washcloth and put it on my forehead as she ran her fingers through my hair. Other than the fever, how do you feel? I ache all over, like I worked too hard and strained some muscles. Well, she smiled as she ran her cool fingers over my cheeks. You worked pretty hard last night, and I can think of one muscle you might have strained, but I kind of doubt it. That particular muscle is in pretty good shape. She ran the cool cloth over my forehead with one hand as the other strayed under the sheet in search of the aforementioned muscle. Even in my weakened state, I began to rise to the occasion and Brit just as quickly retreated. You need to just relax and let me take care of you, okay? There was a soft knocking on the door and little Kate stuck her head in the door. She was immediately concerned when she saw naked nurse Brit sitting on the side of the bed with the cooling washcloth in her hand. She gingerly walked in, still wearing the muscle tee that she had on last night. Is he okay? She asked as she looked down over Brit's bare shoulder. He has a fever and is achy, so I think he just caught a bug. I'm here all day, so I'll take care of our man. I have to go to work, Kate replied. I wish I could stay. I don't like to see him feeling bad. She was clearly concerned. I could hear it in her voice. I could also feel her running her hand up and down my leg through the sheet, a comforting caress. I'll be fine. I mumbled sleepily, my eyes closed. I just need some rest. You girls are just wearing me out. Managing a slight grin. Okay, you rest up because I can't wait to pose with Brit's demon car. If you trust me, I'll pick up a couple outfits that I think will look good with the car, okay? That's fine. I slurred, ready to nod off. How about the other car? Any ideas on that one? Kate asked referring to the red and blue petty dodge. Asked Bree. And I drifted into dreamland. The girls got up and Brit adjusted the sheets while Kate leaned in and gave me a soft peck on the cheek. Grabbing a t-shirt, Brit pulled it on and led Kate from the bedroom into the kitchen. Poor baby, she said. I've never seen him like this, but I'm sure it's just a 24-hour thing. Pouring some juice for the two of them, she continued. The race car is some kind of special car that was driven by a guy named Petty and he evidently was famous for these cowba hats that he wore so George thought we should incorporate that into the shoot. We went shopping yesterday, and he bought me a pair of really cute turquoise cowboy boots and a hat like the guy wore. The rest of the outfit will be some Daisy Dukes that I'll make out of that old pair of jeans you've been after me to pitch and probably a string top. Mmm, that sounds really hot. As she dug around for the English muffins.
Why didn't we get to see the boots last night? I guess we just ran out of time. What with you getting all wound up about that car out there? Referring to the Cadillac hearse. And all the excitement about the website. Taking a sip of juice, she added with a smile. I did get to test drive the boots and hat last night, though. Oh, you nasty girl. Kate replied as she buttered her muffin. So I take it you rode him cowgirl. Taking a bite. Shit. Britt replied with a smack to her own forehead. Why the hell didn't I think of that? No, I put on the boots and hat with that little blue panties and bra set Gina dared me to buy last year. I was standing at the foot of the bed with my hand on my hips and my feet spread, you know, all defiant looking. Well, I got the reaction I was looking for. He was hard in a flash and I walked up to him, kissed him, put my hat on him and then got on my knees and sucked on him till he was ready to come. Kate's eyes were wide and her muffin was getting cold. Britt took another sip and continued. I was too horny to just let him go, so I took my hat back and crawled up onto the bed on all fours, pulled my panties out of the way and told him to just fuck me. Oh God. Kate moaned as she held the muffin with one hand, nibbling at it, and played with a nipple with the other. Well he fucked me until I came I don't know how many times. Finally I couldn't stay up, so I flopped down on the bed and he lay down beside me and when I got my strength back, I sucked that big cock until he came. By the time I'd licked him clean, he was fast asleep. When I woke up this morning he was burning up. God that was hot, the little one said, finishing her muffin and taking a sip of juice. Sorry, bad pun but I hope he's feeling better soon. I had a dream last night that he took me in the back of the hearse and made love to me and I asked him to fuck me in the ass. She giggled. I think I even came a little when I had the dream, cause I woke up in a wet spot this morning. Geez, girl, laughed Brit. Well, it's a good thing it's laundry day then. Do you have everything in the hamper that you need washed? Oh, that's right. Thanks, babe. Yeah, I don't have much. Seems like since we moved in here, we don't go through as many clothes. She laughed. Yeah, said Brit. It is nice not having to worry about what to wear or whether anyone will see you. It's also kind of fun to watch George's dick react to us. Poor guy. I thought he might get used to it by now, but maybe not. Last night when we're all sitting around, Gina got up to get something. I don't remember what, but I looked over at him when she bent over and flashed her butt at him. I swear he got so hard so fast. Kate laughed at her. Yeah, well you ought to see the way he checks you out when you're not looking. I bet he'd fuck you all day long if it was physically possible. Britt smiled and blushed a little at the compliment. Funny. Just the other day, he said he wanted to have just one day alone with me and see how many times he could make me come fuck. I nearly creamed myself just thinking about it when he said it. Shit, I'm dripping now just thinking about it, Kate replied. She dipped her finger under the hem of her shirt and brought it out wet. See? Brit had Kate's finger in her mouth before the little one knew what hit her, and her pussy twitched watching her blonde roommate suck her juices off her slim digit. Oh God, Brit. She moaned as she twisted around to look at the clock on the oven. We've got time. And she pulled her finger free and pulled Brit by the arm to the couch in the living room. Lay down, Kate commanded, pushing her onto the leather. Brit's blue eyes darkened as she pulled her shirt up over her head and lay back on the couch. Kate stared down on the obedient blonde, her eyes surveying the landscape, from her delicate toes, up her sculpted legs.
Her pussy lips revealed her excitement, distended and wet. Her tummy was tight, and her proud breasts rose and fell with her breathing. Unable to resist, Kate leaned down and took one nipple in her mouth while her fingers taunted the other. Britt's hands ran through the luxurious, long black hair as her pussy throbbed, directly connected to her nipples. Hungry for the main course, Kate abandoned the breasts and kissed Britt deeply, her tongue giving the blonde a preview of coming attractions. I love you, she said as she spun and straddled Britt, her own pussy now in harm's way. Leaning down, Kate ran her tongue over her friend's pussy lips, sucking up the nectar that had bubbled to the surface. Britt's clit peeked out from the fold and Kate pounced on it, wrapping her lips around it and nursing on it energetically. Britt squirmed as she tried to return the favor. Her fingers danced around Kate's pussy, spreading her juices until she shined. Britt pushed her legs apart until one foot was on the floor and the other pushed against the wall behind the couch. She strained to get her lips on the young girl's nether region, but their height difference made it a challenge. Frustrated, she reached around behind her, searching for a pillow or two. Meanwhile Kate was entrenched with both her arms wrapped around Britt's legs, spreading them the required amount to allow her easy access to her lover's creamy center. Her mouth and tongue ravaged the blonde's pussy, probing her as deep as her tongue was long. Finally after a lot of wrangling, tugging and twisting, Kate's pussy was within Brit's reach and making up for lost time, she spread her pussy lips wide and dove in, driving her tongue deep within while her chin worked over her clit. Brit went after her like she was starved and Kate moaned her pleasure into Brit's pussy. Unable to breath, Brit backed out and let her tongue wander, parting her lips, working then up and down, side to side. Moving up, she stabbed at the little one's puckered ass, slipping in ever so slightly. Kate had to take a break and concentrated on the feelings washing over her as Brit had captured her clit and was mauling it between her lips. Oh God, Brit, ah fuck, eat my pussy baby, fuck, 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 eat me, as she ground her snatch onto her face. Juices gushed, nearly drowning the blonde as she hungrily swallowed the sweet nectar. Her first climax out of the way, Kate was determined to take Brit over the edge. Brit wasn't about to let go now, so Kate put her fingers to work. She straddled Brit's swollen sex with her index and middle fingers, riding her pussy, squeezing, pushing and pulling her clit which was captured beneath the folds. Brit rocked as though trying to shake the little one off. Securely poised, her own pussy still distracting her blonde friend, Kate's unoccupied hand slid down and slowly parted her inner lips, exposing her core. Softly, deliberately, she worked her way in, one, then two, then three fingers, working against her constricting pussy. Brit felt her pussy being stretched wide. Fuck me, Katie, she growled, twisting and thrusting. Fuck my pussy, oh fuck yeah, so good baby. Brit's pussy made a sucking sound as Kate worked her fingers in deeper, now four fingers, and her thumb strumming her clit. Brit now resorted to Kate's game, slipping two fingers into her tight cunt. Kate looked back at Brit and scowled at her, rocking her ass on Brit's fingers. They stared at each other, daring the other to make them come first. Kate upped the ante once again, now getting all five of her fingers between her pussy lips. Brit inhaled deep, shocked at the sensation of Kate's hand working its way inside her. Kate broke their visual connection to look down and watch her own hand disappear inside her friend's pulsing pussy. Ah fuck, you feel it, baby? Kate asked huskily. My whole hand's in your pussy, 
My whole fucking hand is fucking you. Can you come on my hand, baby? Let me feel you come on me, baby. Fuck, I wish I had a camera so you could see your pussy. Brit's body was soon out of control. Her pussy was full and Kate's fingers tickled her insides, sending shockwaves through her. She felt her climax building and it was going to be big, so big she knew she had one last chance to pleasure Kate. Fighting the desire to let go and ride the wave, she focused on Kate's dripping sex. With two fingers still working her pussy, Britt reached up with her other hand and probed Kate's ass. She heard her shocked inhale as she slipped her index finger in, up to the second knuckle. Stroking both hands in unison, she fucked her friend's holes, steadily, and then introduced another into her ass and yet a third into her tight pussy. God! Kate moaned as she felt all the fingers inside her, rubbing against each other through the thin wall that separated her ass from her pussy. Kate looked back again. Perspiration ran down Brit's forehead as she concentrated on fucking her friend. Fuck me, Brit. She wailed. Fuck me. I'm almost their baby. Fuck Kate. Come on. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh shit, baby. I'm coming. I'm coming. Ah, shit. And as she did, Kate's body convulsed, nearly sending her off the couch if not for her hand buried in Brit's pussy and all of Brit's fingers shoved up her pussy and ass. Brit. She cried out. Off your cuck. Was all she could say as her body trembled. Gradually, the girls' breathing returned to normal and their heart rates leveled out. Brit ran her hands and sticky fingers over Kate's butt cheeks, massaging her tight ass. Kate purred as she ran her hands up and down Brit's sculpted legs. With a little slap on the butt, Brit said, You better get going, Missy, or you're gonna be late. Kate whined as she slid off of Brit, standing on shaky legs. She leaned in and gave the blonde another kiss, tasting herself and shuffled off naked to get ready for work. Britt lay there for a minute, thinking about George and the girls and how all their lives had changed over the last couple months. And thinking of the past only made her think of the future, and what that may bring. Britt had always taken each day as it came, but subconsciously, she was always plotting and planning for the future. She was fairly sure that the next three years were fairly well laid out. Point three years would get the three girls their college degrees and it seemed likely as well as they all got along, that the living arrangements would probably stay the same. The only possible wrinkle in the living arrangements is that none of the girls' families knew anything about George. It was unlikely that any family members would make an unexpected visit, so the unwritten rule was that whatever they didn't know wouldn't hurt them. Britt was snapped back to reality as Kate rushed in. Gotta go, baby. Take care of lover boy and I'll call you later. Bye. Brit jumped up and grabbed her t-shirt and followed her out the door. I'll get the big door for you, babe. She shouted as she sprinted across the warehouse, trying to beat Kate to the door. With Hollywood movie precision, Brit had the big rolling door open just enough for Kate to squirt the little car out onto the street. With a honk and a wave and a gnashing of gears, she was on her way. Brit shook her head in amazement awaiting the day that a pile of broken gears and transmission fluid poured out of the underside of Kate's abused ride. She cussed the door, glad that manually opening and closing it would soon come to an end, and started back to the house. She warily took a wider path, avoiding the demon car and was glad to close the front door behind her. Back in the kitchen, Britt rinsed out the glasses and heard the toilet flushing in the master bath. Glad that George wasn't so out of it that he couldn't find his way to the bathroom. Britt put the glasses in the dishwasher 
and poured her boyfriend a glass of juice and another of water. Walking barefoot into the bedroom, she was surprised to find Gina on top of the covers on her side of the bed, clad in a g-string and a cropped t-shirt. Her arm rested over George where Britt left him, under the sheet, out like a light. Gina opened her eyes when she heard Britt set the glasses on the bedside table. Hi, babe, she whispered. I came in and you weren't here. I gave George a kiss on the forehead and it nearly burned my lips, the poor guy. I didn't want to leave him alone, so I peed and came back. Gina started to get up, but Britt put her hand on her shoulder and pushed her back down. No, you stay there. I need to take a shower and you look pretty comfy. If he wakes up, you can offer him something to drink. She gave Gina a quick kiss and scampered into the bathroom. After a quick and uneventful shower, Britt toweled off and wrapped a towel around her head. Stepping softly into the room, she was happy to see me sitting up and Gina standing beside me, wiping my forehead with the damp cloth as I sipped on the glass of water. Her eyes widened as she realized the only thing she wore was the towel atop her head. Maybe the nursing staff is supposed to be clothed. I'm really not sure why she was concerned now. Sorry. She giggled as she stepped over to the dresser to get something to wear. Don't get dressed on my account, I said with a smile. Yeah, mine either, Gina chimed in. Okay then, Britt replied, hip-checking the drawer shut. She walked over and stood beside Gina, running her hand over her barely clad ass as she ran her other over my sweaty chest. Babe, you're so warm. We need to get you cooled down a little. She cooed. Well, maybe this isn't helping. As I ran his hand up the inside of Brit's thigh, she squeezed her legs together, capturing my hand and chastised me, wagging her finger. No, no, now behave and let's see about cooling you down. Yes, ma'am, I answered dejectedly. Gina, babe, why don't you go into the kitchen and get a couple bowls of cool water and I'll go get another washcloth and a couple towels? It's wash day anyway, so we'll just give our stud a sponge bath and cool him off a little. Gina's eyes widened with excitement. Oh, goody. She squeaked as she sprinted out the door, but cheeks bouncing, and into the kitchen. Britt laughed and leaned down to give me a kiss and I pulled her down into my lap. She squirmed for a second and then gave in and I kissed her neck and ran my hands over backside. Finally finding a way to wiggle free, she jumped up. God, George, calm down. You really should take it easy, and now I'm covered in sweat. Britt went into the bath to retrieve the towels and washcloths as Gina walked in carefully balancing two bowls of water. Setting them on the table, she said, Okay, big boy, let's get you ready. More than willing to cooperate, I scooted around as she pulled off the blanket and top sheet. I laid back down with my head on a pillow as she grabbed the waistband of my shorts and started to tug them down my legs. Lift your butt. She grunted as I stared down at her tits hanging inside her cropped shirt. My cock, at about half-mast, popped free, causing Gina to giggle. Looking over her shoulder, Britt was nowhere in sight, so she took the opportunity to take me into her mouth, sucking and tonguing me for just a couple seconds. Ahem. Came from the bathroom door. I looked up at Britt, who had an annoyed, but smirky grin on her face. Busted, I whispered to Gina. My fingers laced in her dark hair. Gina stood back upright and continued to pull my boxers down as though nothing had happened, her eyes locked on mine. Britt walked up to the bed, 
gave Gina a little pop on the butt and sat the towels on the dresser. So there I lay, buck naked, my half-stiff cock dancing in the wind, and two beautiful women staring down at me, pondering their next move. Okay, lover, Brit directed. Roll over on your side and we'll lay a couple towels down. Ever obedient, I rolled over on my right side and felt the girls lay out a couple towels, tucking them under me as they went. After a few stray gropes of my butt, they had me roll back over onto my back and they adjusted the towels until they were satisfied with the arrangement. Britt grabbed the two bowls of water after tossing Gina the washcloths. She sat the bowls on the floor and then settled onto her knees beside the bed and got one of the washcloths stamped. Gina settled in next to her, taking my lower half, running her hands up and down my leg before grabbing her washcloth. Wringing out her cloth, the buxom brunette dribbled some water onto her crop tee. As big a fan as I am of wet t-shirts, I said. Maybe you should just go ahead and take the shirt off before you get it all wet. I kidded. Britt pinched my arm as she ran the cooling cloth over my chest. Gina giggled and replied. Good idea and promptly lifted the little garment over her head, revealing her magnificent D-cups. I got pinched again as my dick involuntarily applauded the titter release. I looked up at Brit who was smiling, I know, happy to see that the fever hadn't taken over completely. I closed my eyes as the girls silently ran the comforting fabric over every square inch of me. No spot of leg or arm or anything in between escaped their attention. I was lost in a happy place humming some unknown tune when Britt whispered in my ear. Roll over, baby. Still lost elsewhere, for soft hands helped me assume my new position, one helpful hand even making sure that my persistent stiffness was tucked safely into position. Again, gentle hands and cooling cloths caressed me and my mind drifted. One last time, I heard the whispered command to roll over and I honestly don't remember making any effort to comply but I felt the fever leave my body as my lovers passed the cooling cotton over me one last time. Britt felt my forehead and whispered to Gina. I think that helped. He feels much cooler. Gina ran her soft hands over my thighs, concurring that the treatment had indeed helped. Yeah, she whispered back. He seems back to normal. Giggling as she pointed at my cock which was now evidently at full mast, laying stiff on my belly, Britt looked down at my face. Assuming that I was fast asleep. Hmm, she whispered again. I wonder what he's dreaming about. A soft slurping sound caught her attention. Gina, she exclaimed still at a whisper. What are you doing? You'll wake him. I'm sorry, the brunette answered, my stiff saliva-coated cock held upright in her hand. Look at it. She smiled as she slowly ran her hand up and down. It's so pretty and it was just asking to be sucked, so... She looked at Brit for forgiveness, or understanding, anything that would let her get back to what she was doing. Here, she said, pointing my stiffness at Brit. I'll share. Brit had to stifle a laugh and then glance back down at me, looking for signs that I was playing possum, actually awake, and just enjoying the attention. Satisfied that I was really in Never Never Land, she turned back and whispered, Okay, you little slut, but let's be quiet. I don't want to wake him. Gina responded with a curious look. Can we make him come without waking him? Yes, Britt replied as she ran her fingertips over my cock head, spreading a droplet of precum around. I've done it a couple times when I've woken up horny in the middle of the night. I'll lie beside him and jack him off while I finger my clit. 
I tried once to climb up on him and fuck him while he was asleep, but he woke up, so I fucked him anyway. He didn't complain. She giggled. Un. Gina grunted as Brit noticed Gina's left hand tucked underneath her little G-string, diddling her clit as her right hand continued to ride up and down my cock. Sure. Brit chastised her as she settled her moist lips over my cock and sucked her way down to Gina's hand. Her hand followed Brit's lips as they traversed up and down my swollen cock. It was Gina's turn to warn Brit about making too much noise as she began to moan, taking more of my cock with each downstroke. Close to gagging, Brit backed off, taking on the hand duties while Gina gratefully resumed what she had started, sucking the cock that she had come to love so much, grateful that her best friend was willing to share. Brit stroked my cock as she watched my face, running her fingers over my forehead. She told me later that she felt my body stiffen and watched my eyelids flutter as Gina took me deep and let my cum jet down her throat as she swallowed my load, milking me till I was dry. I never woke and my eyes settled down as the last drops of cum were drawn out by Gina's sweet lips. Gina looked up at Brit, smiling proudly. Brit put her lips to hers and they kissed, sharing whatever remnants of my essence remained. With one more pass of the damp towels, they quietly stood and slipped out of the room, leaving me to my dreams. Stepping into the kitchen, Gina took Brit into her arms once more and kissed her hard, her hands all over my girl's ass, fondling and probing. She straddled Brit's hip and began working her pussy against her, kissing her neck and ear. I love you, baby. She moaned as she pulled Brit tighter to her wet cunt, her juices running down both their legs. Breathing hard, Gina pulled back and stared hard at Brit, her eyes on fire. I need a cock, baby. I need a cock so fucking bad. Will you fuck me with George, baby? George being the dildo the girls bought a while back that Brit told them best resembled the real thing. Before we all got together, Kate and Gina, and I assume, sometimes Brit, would fuck each other with the strap-on crying out my name as they were pleasured by the silicone version of me. Brit grinned an evil grin and took Gina by the hand and led her into the other bedroom. They pulled out their toy box from the closet then dumped in on the floor, gathering up the harness and George. Gina jumped onto the bed, ripped off her panties and obscenely spread her legs, running her fingers in and out of her drenched pussy as she watched her best friend transform herself into a cock-wielding concubine. Brit approached the bed, stroking her false cock, her eyes dark and devilish. Gina shivered with desire, eager to be impaled on the fallacious phallus. Brit crawled up onto the bed and pushed Gina's legs wide, her pussy now gaping, her juices running down to gather at her asshole. Brit's pussy gushed at the sight, never seeing her friend so wanton. Pausing, Brit held her cock and playfully slapped at Gina's hungry snatch, splattering her secretions about. Fuck me, baby, Gina moaned. Give me your big cock, George. Fuck me, please. Brit's pussy throbbed as she looked down, feeling her cock play at Gina's portal, her pussy lips visibly sucking at the tip of her cock. Fuck me now, Gina pleaded as she pulled at her nipples, thrusting her hips at her cock, ready to plunge her ever-hard tool into her lover's twat. Brit fantasized what it must feel like to have such a beautiful woman suck on your cock, feel her tongue trace the bulging veins, her sweet lips nursing on the head of your dick. Brit's clit responded to her thoughts, stiffening. Fuck this, she thought, me walking over the statuesque woman, her cock sliding between her tits. Suck my dick, she commanded, presenting the pussy-anointed cock to her ruby lips.
Wide-eyed, Gina opened her mouth and wrapped both hands around Brit's tool and sucked mightily, drawing half the length deep into her mouth. A small orgasm rolled through Brit as she watched her cock disappear into her lover's mouth, Gina's nostrils flaring as she held her own, willing the cock to respond to her ministrations. Gina's stiff nipples rolled against Brit's rocking thighs, triggering her pussy's desire for the cock sliding luxuriously between her full lips. Gina could feel her desire trickling down over her ass, pooling on the sheets below. Brit was finally ready to fuck her girl, give her the cock she craved. Backing back down, she stopped long enough to kiss her love, their tongues sharing the taste of her cock. Back between her outspread legs, Brit held her cock and slowly introduced it, imagining the warmth, feeling the tightness as she thrust to gain ground. Oh God, George! Gina cried as she hooked her heels into Brit's back her long legs pushing the cock deeper inside her. Gina flinched when the cold chrome rings on the harness rested against her inner thighs and George's tip touched her cervix, deep inside her. Her pussy clinched as she pulled her lover tighter, gathering every fraction of length she could. Brit imagined the feeling of Gina's pussy walls undulating along her cock, drawing her skin up and down, working to drain her of her semen. Brit opened her eyes to find Gina staring at her her mouth forming an O as her pussy contracted around Brit's extension. The pleasure passing, Gina reached down and caught both of her legs behind her knees and drew them up, opening herself more, striving to feel even more of her lover. Fuck me, baby. Fuck me till I come all over your big cock. Brit placed her hands on the backs of Gina's thighs, now splayed out alongside her belly, her tits nestled against her knees. Gina was bent nearly in two, ready to be ridden hard. Brit could feel Gina's pussy hugging her cock as she withdrew, leaving her half empty before driving her cock back home, bouncing her hips off Gina's ass. Gina closed her eyes and grunted as George bottomed out. Fuck me hard, she said over the sucking sound as her lips wrapped snugly around the exiting cock. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me harder, came with every stroke. Brit felt every sensation, imagined and real, running through the synthetic prick her clit slapped each time she bottomed out. She was envious of George. The sensations must be intense. So many nerve endings scattered up and down the length of his mighty cock. She shivered to think how it must feel to have a cock held so tightly in a willing ass. No wonder guys loved it so much. Brit's vivid imagination spoke directly to her pussy. Along with the clitoral stimulation of the strap-on, Brit had mind-fucked herself to the point of orgasm. Oh, fuck Gina, she cried out. I'm coming. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Unhfffffffuccccccckkkkkkk. Gina bellowed as her pussy erupted, forcing George out like a hydraulic piston, her ejaculation bathing Brit, causing her climax to multiply at the sight. They collapsed in each other's arms, kissing and consoling, hugging and squirming in Gina's juices. What the fuck was that? Gina asked while she panted, trying to catch her breath. That my love was squirting. I've only done it a couple times with George, the real George, but I don't think I produced quite the volume you did. Christ, it was like getting hit with a water hose. Gina ran her hands over Brit's soaked belly, gathering some of her own ejaculate, and tentatively brought it to her lips. She sampled it with the tip of her tongue and unoffended, took a long lick and savored the taste. Not bad she said, taking another sample and offering it to Brit. Yeah, kinda sweet, just like you. 
Britt replied after she sucked her best friend's middle digit like it was a miniature cock, running her lips up and down the slender digit. Gina giggled and then rolled onto her back to cool off. Thank you, baby, I needed a good fuck, but I sure wasn't expecting that. I was so fucking horny after sucking George's cock. I'm glad you were here. I love you so much, baby. Her hand reaching out to caress Britt's gorgeous form. Britt took Gina's hand and placed it on George and then wrapped her own hand around the imitation dick. She began running her hand up and down, like she was jacking off. Gina giggled and rolled onto her side to get a better grip, following Britt's lead. Britt began to moan, lowering her voice as deeply as she could, now furiously jacking off her lifelike appendage. Oh, Gina! She groaned in a deep bass. Stroke my big cock, baby. Make me come, Gina. It was all Britt could do to keep from laughing out loud. Gina was laughing and continued in a high, squeaky voice. Oh, my big stud, I love your big fucking cock. Stroking it so fast that if it were wood, it would have burst into flame. Come on, baby. She kept on. Give me that cock snot. Shoot your baby juice all over my face. Britt tried to make some sort of grunting or rutting noise, her version of a guy busting a nut, but she couldn't contain herself and laughed harder than she had in a long time, nearly falling off the bed and losing their grip on George. Cocksnot? She exclaimed as she wiped the tears from her eyes. Where the fuck did you come up with cocksnot? Gina couldn't answer as she was laughing harder than Brit, at Brit and herself. I don't remember. It was probably one of those corny porn movies that we bought at the bookstore right after we moved here. Oh, that's right. I forgot all about those. Did you see them when we packed to move in with George? No, but I just remembered one of the titles. It was called Free My Willy. Remember that one? Britt laughed at her best friend's giggling. No, I can't say that I do. Must have been a real big hit. The girls continued to laugh and roll about the bed unaware that I had caught most of their antics from behind the doorway. Even the dead couldn't sleep through Gina's vocal lovemaking. I felt much better than earlier, now at least a couple degrees cooler, and seeing how happy my girls were, well that was probably the best medicine I could have been given and I quietly snuck back to bed. Early afternoon I felt the bed move and I pulled the sheet off of my head and managed to open my eyes a little, struggling to focus. Problem was that the butt cheek I was trying to focus on was too close, so I licked it. Shit! She screamed as she jumped of the bed, turning in midair. God, George! Britt said as she gave me a playful sweat. You scared the shit out of me. I laughed as I threw back the sheet. Well, you nearly sat on my head, so... I held my arm out to her, gesturing her to the bed. So are you feeling better? She asked as she sat her bare but back on the bed running her fingers over my forehead. Much better, thank you. I said returning the touch, running my hand up her supple back. So did I miss Naked Day? Naked Day being an unofficial house holiday that could be called on a moment's notice. No, it's not an official Naked Day if we aren't all here and participating. But it is laundry day, so if you have the strength to get up, I'd like to strip the bed and put on fresh sheets. I was silent as I watched my hand explore, lost in thought, always amazed at how lucky I am. Baby, she said softly. Are you okay? Better than you know, baby, better than you know. And I sat up beside her and hugged her tight, kissing her cheek. Thanks for taking care of me this morning. 
I think I'll take a shower and then see if I can eat something. All right, lover. She responded as she caressed my butt before I walked toward the bathroom. Need any help? She asked as I made it to the door. I stopped and turned my head. Thanks, but I'm not sure I have strength for that right now. Giving her a wink, Britt responded with a pout and a turned down lip, and then broke into a smile, blowing me a kiss as I walked on into the bath. I made it through my shower and was feeling a lot better, although my stomach was talking to me. I wanted to think that I was just hungry, not having eaten since dinner last night. But I was a little wary and figured I'd take it easy and just sort of ease back into food, maybe a banana or something. That monumental decision made, I stepped out and dried off, wrapping a towel around my waist and stood in front of the sink. As I contemplated growing a beard as I do every time before I shave, Britt and Gina waltzed into the bathroom. I checked them out in the mirror as they approached. Both wore leggings, I think they're called. You know, those skin-tight, stretchy-pant kind of things that leave nothing to the imagination. They both wore black and they went from the waist, over their distinctly pronounced butts and down their shapely legs, stopping just above the ankle. They both wore black, closed-toed high heels on their feet and on top they barely wore little tube tops. Brits was bright blue which made her eyes look even bluer. Her hair hung long and straight. Her nipples played peek-boo between the strands and her muscled midriff demanded your attention. Gina's scant top was tasked to contain her bountiful D's and nearly failed. Ample amounts of this joyous playground rose majestically above the strained fabric, barely hiding her darker areola. Below, gentle slopes of firm breast melded with her taut belly and her long brunette tresses hung loosely down her back. Catching my admiring perusal in the mirror, they executed synchronous pirouettes pausing briefly to let me admire their proud butts. So what do you think? As they straddled me at the counter dot I gave each but an approving squeeze and smiled at their reflection. You know exactly how hot you both look. What's up? They both reached down to the front of my towel and smiled back into the mirror after confirmation. Besides you, well, we've got the laundry started and we need to go grocery shopping. Is there anything else we can do for you while we're out? Britt inquired. No, nothing I can think of, but I would have liked to tag along and see how many accidents you cause in these outfits. I moved my hands up around their bare waists and pulled them tighter to me, turning to give them each a kiss. Thanks again for the nursing session this morning. I think that really did the trick. I haven't slept that soundly for a while. Gina giggled as they turned to leave. Yeah, you were dead to the world when we were done with you. And as they were just about out of the door... I heard her say to Brit, Mostly dead anyway. Followed by them laughing all the way out the door. I'd clearly missed the punchline, so I went ahead and abandoned the beard idea, shaved, and retreated to the kitchen to find something to eat. I'd found the last banana and had that with a glass of milk and thought briefly about going upstairs to the studio and getting some work done, but quickly thought better of it. I yawned so hard, my jaw nearly dislocated itself so I figured this was my hint to just give up and go back to bed. I gratefully slipped in between the clean sheets and was immediately in Dreamland. 4 p.m. Saturday Dreamland had become a much more interesting place since the girls entered my life. The gentle hand on my forehead slowly tore me away from an orgy in the back of a long black hearse. We were racing along on a half-mile oval dirt track, 
the fans screaming as I drove my way to the finish line atop a redhead in short shorts and turquoise boots while a long-haired blonde rode the face of the willing redhead. A black-haired pixie, legs too short to reach the pedals, wheeled the big car sideways through the corners and a long-legged, busted brunette in tight pants and a little tube top wielded the checked flag just as I was about to give the redhead her prize that I opened my eyes slowly and focused on Brit. Hi, sleepyhead she said, bending down to give me a kiss. Must have been quite the dream. Nodding toward the tent in the sheet. I could only smile and nod. Care to share? She asked. Maybe later. I said as I pulled her into bed and we made out for a couple minutes, my hand desperately trying to dislodge the waistband of the tight leggings. Well, you're definitely feeling better. She said as we lay there running our fingers through each other's hair, kissing after every other word. Yeah, I think I just needed the rest. I did manage to eat a little after you left. Well, Gina and I bought enough food for the next two weeks, I think. We kind of got carried away, but it'll all keep. The freezer's full now. She gave me another kiss. So is there anything else I can do for you? I'd given up trying to access her bear, but content to play along the crease through the fabric. No, I'm good. I'll probably try to eat something else and just take it easy the rest of the evening. Hopefully I'll have kicked this by tomorrow. I'm sure you will. She said as she played with my hair. You're doing a lot better than you were this morning, so I'm sure you just had some 24-hour bug. So anyway, I can make you anything you want if you're hungry now. Nah, I want to wait a bit, maybe a couple hours before I go to sleep for the night. That way I won't wake up hungry in the middle of the night. Okie dokie. Well, if it's okay with you, Kate called to check up on you and then asked if maybe us girls could get together and go over some things. I'm sure it has to do with the website. I thought we'd go grab dinner, and then we won't disturb you. It's been a while since just us girls hung out, and I promise we'll behave. She said with a smile. You don't have to worry about bothering me, but yeah, a night out with the girls would probably do you good. But you do have to promise to be good. I don't want to have to drag my dead ass out of here and go bail you girls out. Britt laughed and her hand searched for her favorite toy, giving it a squeeze. You don't have to worry about us when we know we have you and you. She said, squeezing once more. To come home to. 6 p.m. Some Greek restaurant Brit and Gina grabbed a booth along the back wall and sprang for a nice bottle of Retsina, a Greek wine. After about 20 minutes of fending off various pseudo wannabes, Kate came in, kind of shuffling along deep in thought. Hi, girls, Kate said as she slid into the booth next to Gina and gave her a kiss and then basically crawled across her and the table to get to Brit, even slipping her a little tongue with a much longer kiss. That was another little thank you for this morning, she said as she wiggled back into her seat. You're welcome and thank you. Brit blushed while Gina sat between them, completely in the dark. She'd been deep asleep as Brit and Kate defiled one another on the living room couch that morning and Brit hadn't mentioned it to her. Brit gave Gina a quick synopsis of their sapphic encounter before Kate went to work. You've had a busy day, haven't you? Gina said to Brit. Brit smiled and took a sip of wine and picked up the menu, trying to be coy. The others did the same, trying to decide what sounded appetizing as Kate asked. So how is lover boy feeling? Just as Gina was about to go into the excellent home care the two of them had provided, the waiter came to take their order. 
They started with some hummus and pita bread to start, and Kate ordered the mixed gyro while Brit opted for a horiatiki salad. Hold the onions. Gina hemmed and hawed until she finally gave up and ordered the fresh snapper. That out of the way, Gina went on, describing in detail the cooling sponge bath they gave George including the happy ending, the blow job that he got while he was dead asleep. You mean he didn't wake up at all, even when he came? asked the wide-eyed Kate. Nope, Gina answered, taking a sip of her wine. Not even when I swallowed his cum and sucked him dry, not a peep. Well, Kate exclaimed, looking at Brit for confirmation. Brit nodded her pretty blonde head and smirked. Poor baby must have really been out of it. Kate finished. Yeah, said Brit, picking up the story. Problem was now that Gina was so horny, I had to take her to your room and screw the living daylights out of her with George and she was so worked up. When she came, she squirted all over me in the bed, made a hell of a mess. Kate laughed at Brit's narrative. Well now I don't feel so bad about leaving that wet spot on the bed this morning. All three were laughing as the waiters showed up with their meals. All situated and enjoying their selections, Brit asked. So Kate, I take it you wanted us together to talk over the website some more? Well yeah, that's part of it, but something else came up today that I wanted to talk to you about. She said as she took another bite and reflected silently. Well? Brit asked inquisitively. Well, let me start at the beginning. It was slow at the store today, what with that radio station beach party going on down at the jetty. Anyway, it was just Johnny and me, John being the owner of the store, and since it was slow, we naturally talked about the website and the mail-order business. Johnny's been talking to a lot of companies about selling their suits online, and it's amazing how many little companies there are that don't want to do the online thing themselves or just do special order work, that kind of thing. Yeah, said Gina. I saw some pictures of some of those suits and they were pretty risque. We wouldn't have much of a market for those here. Well, that's the great thing about the website and the internet. We would be worldwide and I know a lot of Americans would feel better buying from an American company, even if they couldn't wear it here. There are a lot of beaches in Mexico and Europe where they wouldn't look twice at a suit that would get you thrown in jail here. Yeah, added Brit as she was finishing off her salad. I think there is also a market for women who would get suits just to wear in private, you know, at their own home at the pool, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, that's the only thing I miss about the house, the nice private backyard we could sunbathe in. Anyway, Kate continued, we started talking about what the website would look like, and well, Johnny isn't a computer savvy, so I grabbed his laptop from the office and brought it out to the front counter to see what other websites look like. About this time, the waiters showed up to clear their plates, and the girls opted for a little of the sweet Greek coffee to finish out the meal. So, Kate continued, I did a Google search and pulled up a site that was called something like South Beach or something like that. They have a pretty nice site with a pretty good selection. Anyway, about this time, two little girls, I mean, you know about sixteen, came in and started looking around. You could tell they were little cockteases and they had on these skimpy suits little g-strings with their tight little butts sticking out. I caught Johnny checking them out a couple times and if he hadn't been there, I might have hit on them. Anyway, they looked around for a bit and then left, and when I came back around the counter, Johnny was fumbling with the computer, kind of frantic-like. Kate gave the girls that knowing look you know, 
the one with the raised eyebrow and the girls nodded in agreement. So what was he looking at? Gina asked. Yeah. Kate laughed. He was so busted, but I didn't let on. Anyway, I just stood there next to him and hit a couple keys and up popped the wicked weasel sight. It was so cute to see Johnny squirm and sweat trying to explain. I told him that this was one of the sights I was going to show him anyway, and that's when I looked down and saw his boner. Britt nearly spewed hot coffee across the table and Gina giggled, saying, I knew he still had it in him. Oh yeah. Kate continued, So I started going through the site, and they have some pretty sexy models and a lot of amateurs who send in photos, some of them topless. Anyway, Johnny starts fidgeting and I can tell he's trying to get himself rearranged. And so, well, I decided to give him a hand. She said, turning crimson red. Thankfully, she had finished her coffee as Britt's eyes grew wide. You what? I knew it would happen eventually. Gina said. Go on. Well, I just looked at him as I reached down and grabbed his cock through his pants. I thought for a minute that he might have a heart attack, but I just played it cool and kept my hand there while I scrolled through the site. Johnny never said a word, but after a bit, he did work up the nerve to put his hand on my butt. Jesus, Britt said, hanging on every word. Oh, it gets better. The little one continued. Well, he was really hard and I'll admit. I was pretty fucking hot by now, so I decided to get a little braver. I hit the search tab again and spotted the Bikini Riot site, which I'd been on before. I don't even know if they sell swimsuits, but I knew they had a lot of nasty pictures, so I opened that up. I thought he would come right there when the site opened and this hot brunette, who actually looked a lot like Eugenia, was right there, pulling her bottom into her pussy and her big tits were just barely covered. Well, Johnny squeezed my butt real hard and I knew I had him. I felt around and found his zipper and finally managed to pull his cock out. I'll bet I still have his fingerprints on my butt. He was squeezing so hard. Oh, fuck. Britt whispered. So what was his dick like? Jeez, Britt. Gina exclaimed. What? She responded. Like you don't want to know what his cock looked like. Well, yeah, okay, Katie. What was his cock like? Kate smiled at her best friends. Well, the only other one I've ever seen is George's and well, okay, George is a whole lot bigger around and longer, but Johnny's is still nice. She defended. I mean I can get my hand around it, and it got real hard, so, it's nice. Anyway, let me finish. Okay, go on you little slut. Britt giggled. Bitch. Kate smiled, laughing. Anyway. I started pumping his cock like it was no big thing as I went through some pictures. Some of them had two or three girls, sometimes four, and they all wore these little string numbers that didn't cover anything. There were bare pussies and tits everywhere, and Johnny was really getting worked up and I could feel his dick getting hotter and my pussy was soaked by now. I wanted a little more attention so I took his hand off my ass and moved it to the front so he could feel how hot I was. He finally said my name and I looked at him and he looked scared. I was scared for a minute, but then I just told him it was okay and I slid his hand into my shorts until I felt his fingers were on my pussy. I was so fucking horny and he looked at me with those big brown eyes and I think he said something like, so smooth, and then he tickled my clit and I just came all over his hand. I mean I came hard and he just held his hand against my pussy. Ah shit. Gina whispered as her right hand was obviously busy under the table. 
Fuck that's hot, what happened next? Brit asked as her own hand wandered. Well I'm still shaking and holding onto the counter, and Johnny's dick when an older woman walks in the front door. I ducked down, or maybe I just fell down, but anyway, I was hiding behind the counter while this woman walks up to poor Johnny and starts talking to him about joining the fucking Better Business Bureau. Johnny's leaning against the counter, trying to hide his dick and I'm stuck in that knee space, you know where all the wires and stuff is and Johnny's dick is right there in my face. You didn't, Brit exclaimed. I'll bet you did, chimed in a glassy-eyed Gina. Well, it was only the second one I'd ever seen or touched, so I figured it might as well be the second one I've sucked. Was the lady still there? Brit asked. Yeah, that was kind of the mean part. I licked the precum off the end of his dick and he really jumped, and he made some lame excuse to the lady, something about a cramp from an old war injury. I nearly laughed out loud. Anyway, she is still talking a mile a minute, and I can just imagine Johnny's face, trying to look like he's really listening. He's too nice a guy to just tell her he's not interested, so I just started licking and sucking his cock. He even tried to sweat at me to get me to stop, but he couldn't reach me. So anyway, I just kept sucking and jacking him off and I was playing with his balls and I don't know how long it took, but all of a sudden he got real stiff and the next thing I knew I had a mouth full of cum. Didn't you swallow? Brit asked, her hand now busy under the table. No, I was afraid I might gag, and then it didn't taste that good, so I spit it out in some of the tissue that we wrap clothes in. I think I need to get Johnny on a pineapple-rich diet. She laughed. Well, Gina said, her hands still busy, but at a slower pace. So what happened next? Well, the lady finally left, and I think we belong to the BBB now. She laughed. And Johnny helped me up from under the counter and zipped himself back up. He held me at arm's length for a minute, just kind of staring at me, and then he hugged me and said, You can go home now. I'll lock up. And then he walked into the back and into the bathroom. She looked at both her friends and tears began to well up in her eyes and she leaned into Gina, who had abandoned any hope of getting off and hugged her friend tight. Brit slipped out of the booth and came around, so they had their little friend surrounded and they all hugged one another. I really fucked up, didn't I? She sniffled. Oh, sweetie, Brit whispered, combing her fingers through Kate's long black hair. Did he seem mad or upset? Gina asked carefully. I don't know she answered, wiping her eyes with a dinner napkin. I walked around for a while before I called you guys, thinking about it. Sniffling again. I think, I hope that it just kind of caught him off guard and he didn't know what to think. It was a stupid thing to do and I hope he's okay, you know. I mean I really like the guy and he has done so much for us and I wouldn't ever do anything to hurt him or make him mad or anything. I even had myself convinced that if I told you about it, that in the end, it would all make sense and everything would be okay. Well, baby, Brit said in a comforting, motherly tone. It's done and you can't take it back, so we'll just have to wait and see. I don't know him as well as you and Gina do, but I'm sure he's a very understanding and mature man. I'll bet you're right that you just took him by surprise. There aren't any young guys that wouldn't be surprised if a sexy young thing like you just started giving him a BJ out of the blue and you did kind of work up to it, looking at porn and all that together. Yeah, you're right. What's done is done, so hopefully I won't be looking for another job tomorrow. Oh God, tomorrow, 
I might have to call in sick tomorrow. Oh no you don't, Gina said with a big grin. He probably thinks he's such a big stud now that I'll want to blow him next. You've probably created some kind of monster and will be afraid to bend over to pick up anything off the floor. Kate couldn't help but smile at Gina as she tried to take a sweat at her for making fun. Well, before you turn it down, Kate grinned. It was a pretty nice dick. And then she busted up, laughing. Britt caught the waiter's eye and shouted, Hey buddy, a round of ouzo before we go. 10 p.m. asterisk asterisk I felt the bed move and felt the warm body snuggle up to my back. I didn't have to guess who it was. I just instinctively knew it was Brit. She wiggled around until she was molded as closely to me as possible and began laying soft kisses on my shoulder. Hi, baby, she whispered, not wanting to wake me. Hi, babe, I mumbled. How was dinner? It was okay. We ended up having Greek. Mmm. Just as well I didn't go, not a big Greek fan. Reaching back to run my hand over her hip. So, did you get anything to eat? She asked as her hand ran over my chest. Yeah, I grazed in the fridge a little. Don't really remember what I had then came back to bed. Britt's gentle touch was soothing and my eyes began to get heavy once again. Oh yeah, I almost forgot John called. Oh shit, Britt thought to herself. So what was John calling about? She asked, dreading the answer. I was half asleep, but it was a strange call. He almost didn't sound like John, said he needed some advice. Ah crap, she thought. She imagined him half in the bag and calling George and blabbing about Kate licking his dick in the store. Apprehensively, she asked. So what did he need advice on? Well, I said, barely staying awake as my lover continued to run her soft hand over me. I guess it wasn't really advice so much as he wanted me to talk to Kate. And I began to drift off. Shit she said under her breath, waiting for me to continue. She heard a soft snort and realized she had rocked me to sleep, so to get my attention, her hand strayed further south until she found something to grab onto. I woke with a start and realized I had drifted off in mid-sentence. Britt's hand around my sleeping cock brought me back to life. Uh, yeah, Kate. Like I said, John sounded different, kinda like he was really happy. I don't know, maybe giddy? Was he drunk? she asked. No, no. John's a teetotaler. Probably never had a drink in his life. No, he sounded like a little kid, excited and happy sounding. Anyway, doesn't matter. What he called about is he asked me to talk to Kate and figure out what camera gear she needs for the website. I told him she could use anything I had, but he really wants her to have her own so that she can be ready to shoot at a moment's notice or something like that. I don't know. I guess he figures it will be easier that way. He also said to tell you that if there is any other software, or whatever, that you need to do the site then to go ahead and get it and he'll pay for it. Britt let out an audile sigh of relief and pulled herself tighter to my back, grinding against my butt with her crotch. Her hand was busy and I was about three quarters stiff, but really heavy-lidded and ready to get back to sleep. I reached down and placed my hand on hers and said softly before entering dreamland once more, Careful, you don't want to get cock snot on you. And then drifted off again. Britt's eyes widened in surprise and she smiled as she kissed my back and gave me a good night squeeze. Stinker. And then a kiss on the back of my neck and a whispered, I love you, George.
and then she drifted into her own dreamland. Sunday morning around six o'clock asterisk asterisk we hadn't moved all night and our sleeping positions were 180 degrees off the norm. I usually awoke nestled against Britt's backside, morning wood tucked in between her warm but cheeks and my right hand firmly attached to her breast, my buried in her long blonde hair. This morning, she was spooning me with her right hand where she had left it, holding my now rigid cock, her warm breath on my neck. I managed to pry her fingers off my cock and slipped into the bathroom to take a leak. I rinsed my face and gargled, realizing I felt 100% better than I had this time yesterday. I carefully slipped back into bed, reassuming our pose and placed her hand back where it belonged. She squeezed me lightly, whispering, good morning, and then drifted back to sleep. Sometime later, I felt the sheets moving and knew that we were about to have company. Like a couple kids crawling into bed with mom and dad, this had become somewhat of a tradition, that in the morning, everyone ended up in the same bed. It's a great way to wake up but it sure makes it difficult to get out of bed. Kate and I were soon nose to nose and Gina was snug against Britt's backside. I gave Kate a kiss on the nose. Good morning, sweetie. Kate looked for a moment as though she was going to cry and then hugged me tight and gave me a deep kiss, one that seemed like it might never end. My cock responded and Britt gave me a loving caress. Kate finally relinquished my lips and our eyes met, and a little bit of blood trickled back into my brain. John called me last night, I said and her eyes once more seemed ready to overflow with tears. Still in a bit of a fog along with Brit now stroking my cock purposefully, I continued. You and I are supposed to get together and figure out what camera gear you need to put together the website. John wants you to have your own equipment rather than borrow mine. Tears rolled down her cheeks and she delivered another kiss, much more frenzied and with plenty of tongue. Britt's hand was hard at work, and another hand, Gina's, reached across and caressed her tiny friend and me. Did he say anything else? She asked as she wiped the tears from her eyes. I still wasn't sure why all the emotions, but answered. No, not really, but he sounded really happy and excited, I guess about the website. It sounds like he's ready to make the commitment and get it going. Oh my God, thank you, George, she exclaimed as she threw back the sheet and gave me another big kiss, her hand joining Brit's briefly. Leaning over me, giving me the opportunity to suckle on one of her little tits, she gave Brit a big kiss and a thank you and then finally, laying across me, she gave Gina a similar kiss. Come on, babe, we need to get ready for work giving Brit and I one more kiss before bouncing her naked but out the door, happy as I've seen her. Gina shook her head in wonder and rolled over on top of Brit, and I, and we shared a three-way kiss fest, complete with groping. Fuck, I really want to stay, but I guess I've got to go to work. She stood up beside the bed and I ran my hand up the inside of her thigh. She clinched her legs together before I could get any higher. Damn you, she said. I'll get even with you later. Baby, she said to Brit, take care of your man here and let him get some more rest, cause I may want to borrow him later if that's okay. She leaned over and wrapped her lips around my cock head, giving it a little suck, and then turned to me and smiled devilishly, like she thought she was teasing me. I smiled back as Brit ran her hand up and down my cock and said, Oh Gina, I think you have a little cock snot right here, putting my finger on the corner of my mouth, indicating where it was on her. Her eyes grew big as Brit laughed, 
realizing where I had to have heard that before. Why you sneaky shit, boy now I am going to get. Even. Laughing as she went out the door. Can't wait. I shouted after she left the room. Britt rolled over on top of me and looked me in the eye. You know, you are a sneaky little shit and I don't have to wait. We kissed as she guided my cock into her welcoming pussy, wiggling her hips until we were properly mated. Sitting up, she sighed as she settled down completely, my cock tightly tucked away. With her hands on my chest she began to ride, long slow strokes, her pussy hugging my cock tightly. Her eyes were closed, concentrating on hitting all the right spots, biting her lower lip. Shit, she said, pausing. What? I asked, my hands on her hips, doing my part to help. I forgot my hat again, she said, smiling down at me. Still a little slow, I finally caught on. Cowboy hat, riding cowgirl. I get it. I smiled back at her, slapped her on the ass and said, Ride em cowgirl, and proceeded to try and buck her off. With grit and determination Brit rode me until I was broke, her climax spurring me to make one last shot at tossing the rider, flooding her pussy as she ground herself into the saddle. My sexy bronc rider collapsed in my arms, breathing hard in my ear as her pussy continued to work me over. Fuck I love you. She panted as her body shook through an aftershock, my cock responding with one last volley. I love you too, as I hugged her tight. Now what the hell is up with Kate? She kissed my neck and whispered, Later, and fell fast asleep. Later, around 8 a.m. asterisk asterisk. George, George baby. I heard my name in the distance as the cute redhead in the western hat was sucking on my cock as I sat on the scratchy horse blanket on a bale of hay out in the barn. Baby, wake up, it's time to get up. Another dream ended too soon, but the sensations were still there. I opened my eyes to see Brit's bright blue ones locked on mine. Another dream might take it. As she slowly raised and lowered her hips, my cock still happily held inside her snug pussy. Are you going to tell me about this one? She asked. Well, I said as I reached up to tweak her erect nipples. I can tell you that there was a redhead in it. She moaned as she took one last pass at my cock and then dismounted, leaving me wet and waving in the wind. She stood next to the bed and stretched, reaching her hand out to me. Funny, so did mine. Now let's go take a shower. I was washing her hair, my cock sliding around her soap-covered ass as she filled me in on Kate and John. So she gave him a blow job while he talked to the lady on the other side of the counter? Yeah. She moaned as she rode my cock up and down her crack, making passes at her asshole. But when it was all over, I think they both kind of freaked especially John, and Kate was really concerned that she had made a big mistake. Unbelievable, I said, trying to concentrate on the job at hand as the head of my cock popped into her ass. Oh, she cooed as I let her enjoy it for a second before slipping back out. Ah, she moaned in disappointment. I spun her to face me and leaned her back to rinse her hair, taking the opportunity to run my soap-slick hands over her torso massaging her breasts and playing with her belly button. So anyway, she continued as I checked to see if it was time for a pussy shaving. I was so glad to hear last night about the phone call John made to you about the camera gear. Now I wonder how far they will go. Well, I know I don't have a clue. I've known John for a while and once a dirty old man, always a dirty old man, I guess. 
I mean, if I was his age and a cute young thing like her offered to polish my knob, I wouldn't stop her. But if it goes much further than that, she might kill the old guy. Polish your knob. Britt laughed as she was washing mine. I haven't heard that one, and by the way, how much of the cocksnot episode did you see? All I can say is that I'm evidently one hell of a lover, even if I'm not in the room. Gina woke me yelling my name, so I had to see what was up. I came in when you were pounding her with her legs up around her ears. I can't tell you how hard my dick got watching you from behind, your beautiful ass clinched as you were driving me into her. It was better than any porno I've ever seen. Okay, okay, she groaned. Either shut up or bend me over and fuck me. I can't listen to much more of this. I was still feeling a little out of sorts, and the heat wasn't helping, just making me lightheaded. We were really finished bathing anyway, so I turned off the shower and took her hand and stepped out to dry off. Sorry, the heat was beginning to get to me. I guess I'm not 100% yet. That's okay, baby. I don't want to push it. I'm just glad you're better, and we can spend the day together watching movies or whatever. Oh yeah, you can help me make the Daisy Dukes for the shoot too. As she gently ran the towel over my privates. Okay, but how am I going to help with that? Don't you just take a pair of scissors to some jeans and start cutting? Well, we need to figure out how short we want them and do we want frayed edges. That kind of thing. On the length. I said as I dried her backside. I want to see the bottom of these beautiful ass cheeks just poking out from the shorts as I took one in each hand and loved them. I like it, she said, wiggling her ass at me as she opened the drawer for the hair dryer and handed it to me. Hair drying time was time to admire one another in the mirror and make funny faces at each other. Talking was just too much work, yelling over the screaming of the dryer. I managed to chase most of the dampness from her hair before the heat again just about did me in. I turned off the dryer and went in search of cooler climbs, specifically the kitchen. Hey, she shouted as I left her alone in the bedroom. Are you proclaiming a naked day or are you going to put something on? All I know is I'm too damned warm, so naked day or not, I'm not putting anything on for now. Opening the fridge and relishing the cold blast of air. Well, she said as she rounded the corner, naked as the day she came onto this earth. If I have to watch you walking around bare ass all day, it's only fair that I get to torment you the same way wrapping herself in my arms and kissing like we did the first time. So, what can I make you for breakfast? I asked, still firmly holding her butt cheeks in my hands. I think I should make you breakfast since you're still on the mend. So what would you like to eat? Well, I answered as my fingers delved a little deeper into her butt crack. I'll save you for a snack later, so how about some scrambled eggs, toast and some fruit? Oh, you're bad. She cooed as she ground her pussy against me. Okay, scrambled eggs it is. Now go sit your sweet butt down and I'll get started. Did you want any coffee? No, I said as I reluctantly released her and took a seat at the island. I opened the laptop that resided there and started to catch up on what the rest of the world was up to. Brit hummed along merrily as she danced around the kitchen, my bare-ass kitchen nymph. Before I'd absorbed all the world's woes, she sat down beside me with our breakfast that I don't think I'll ever, and I hope I never do, get used to the girls running around half-naked, seemingly oblivious to what it's doing to my blood pressure. In the back of my mind, I know that they enjoy seeing me react to their teasing, 
but I also hope that they consider this their home and not just their newest playground. So on that thought I asked, So babe, now that you girls have been here a while, how do you think it's going? I mean it's different from living in a normal house. I think it's been great, she replied. Especially for me, because I have my girls and I have you. I shouldn't have to tell you how important you've become to them too, and it's not because of the sex, well not entirely. She smiled, running her hand over my thigh. You're the first guy in both of their lives that they can really trust and know that you will be there for them. Even though the three of us have each other, we all need a guy at times to, you know, just be a guy. She paused to chase the last bit of egg around her plate as I digested what she had just said. Taking the last bite, she said, Back to your question, the only thing I think that we really miss about the house is the backyard. It wasn't much but it was private enough that we could sunbathe there. A little bell went off in my noggin, you know, one of those aha moments. Throw on some shoes, I want to show you something. Grabbing the plates and heading to the sink. Okay, do I need to put on any clothes while I'm at it? Yeah, that would probably be a good idea, come on. Holding my hand out to her to hurry her along. I must have been acting like a little kid and Brit giggled and played along. Skipping alongside me holding my hand out I slipped on some shorts and a t-shirt and grabbed an old pair of Nikes. Brit slipped into her favorite satin running shorts, purposely giving me a great shot of her but her pussy lips throwing me a puckered air kiss. Donning her running shoes and a crop tee, she hurried to follow me out the front door and up the stairs to the studio. Here, help me move the bed, I said grabbing one side of the box spring. What the hell are we doing? she asked, grunting to move the king-size bed. You'll see. I answered as I moved the drapes aside that covered the wall behind the bed. I'd forgotten all about the ladder that was hidden behind the drapes. What the? Brit questioned as she eyeballed the steel ladder and followed it up into the dark shadows of the roof. Follow me, but be careful. I haven't been up here since I built the studio. I started up the ladder. No big deal as I'm used to more rickety climbs on construction sites. I glanced down to see my intrepid better half close on my heels. At the top, I reached up for the latch I knew was there and pushed up the hatch cover letting sunlight flood through the opening. I made my way up to the roof and turned to help Brit. Taking her hand, I helped her up onto what had been an equipment platform when the warehouse was used for some kind of commercial endeavor. Oh my god! Brit exclaimed as she did a 360, taking in the view. This is incredible. Why haven't you shown this to me before? Honestly, I forgot all about it. I've never had a reason to come up here, and once I hid the ladder behind the drapes, I just forgot about it. I now took a better appraisal of the deck. It was probably about 20 feet long, running parallel to the long side of the building and almost that wide the other direction. There was a short wall that ran all around it to shield whatever equipment had been there from view. The deck itself was well built in order to support the equipment, and it was perched over the domed roof of the building itself. All in all, it was in good shape. I joined Brit at the rail as she looked out on the panoramic view of downtown. So what do you think? This is unreal. As a cool breeze blew, people pay big bucks for a view like this. It must be incredible at night with all the city lights. Oh, and look, she said excitedly. You can see them land at the airport and look at all the boats in the harbor. This is so cool. 
she stood back and did another survey of the surrounding buildings. And you know, I think you could sunbathe up here naked and no one could see you. As she did a deep knee bend and checked the sight line over the short walls. Oh baby, can we fix it up? Here it comes, I said to myself. It won't take much. Maybe just some artificial turf and maybe some lounge chairs. Oh, is there water up here? We used to have one of those misters that put out a fog of water when it got too warm. It was really nice. And then she got a gleam in her eye. And you know what? I'll bet it would be fun to make love in the mist. Oh, oh, she said excitedly. I want to make love to you up here under the stars. Oh, baby, we have to fix it up, please. Brit wrapped her arms around me and looked up with those hypnotic blue eyes. How is a guy going to deny this girl anything when she gives you that look? Also grinding against your ever-hardening member isn't going to help the matter. Yeah, okay, no problem. I think there is already water up here and electricity, so it'll just take some muscle to get everything up here. That answer got me a big wet kiss. Brit returned to the wall and looked out at the city and just took it all in. I love this view, she said. There is so much going on and to look at. Airplanes landing and taking off, boats in the bay. I stood behind her, my hands on the wall cap on both sides of her, captured. I nuzzled her neck, nibbling at her ear. You know, this reminds me of when we first met. You remember the roof deck of the house and we were looking out at the ocean. Oh, I remember all right. As she ground her ass into my crotch. It was night and there were people out on the boardwalk. I was trying to be quiet as you were playing with my titties. As she drew my hands up underneath her abbreviated top dot I fondled her breasts and played with her nipples as she moaned and pushed herself against me, grinding hard. I was so turned on, I wanted to fuck you right there. Reaching back, she searched for me, pushing my shorts to the deck as she grabbed my stiffness. She shivered as she stroked my length, brushing against the inside of her thighs that I let go of her tits just long enough to slip her shorts. Oh baby! She moaned as she guided my cock to her waiting pussy, running it up and down her moist slit. Pausing, she held me back and stared toward the skyline. I really love this view, she said, nearly breathless. I looked down between us and watched my cock disappear inside her. Me too. As I pulled her up tight dot we made love slowly, part of the scenery. An American Airlines flight was coming in for a landing. I wonder... I said as I continued to run my cock in and out of her pulsating pussy. I wonder if any of the passengers can see us? The thought made her shudder and her pussy fluttered. Oh fuck. She moaned, picking up the pace. I hope we don't distract the pilot. She stuttered as I felt her searching for her orgasm that I abandoned her breasts, grabbing her hips. Her exposed tits bounced in the breeze as we tested the structural integrity of the wall fucking each other until she came hard, sucking in the cool air, squelching a scream. I was right behind her, literally. My cock expelling spurt after spurt of sperm rich come deep inside her quivering quim. I held her tight, buried to the hilt as she leaned against the rail, waving at another passing airliner. I laughed, reacquiring my hold on her breasts and kissing her neck once more. I think the girls will like the deck. She whispered as her pussy made one last pass at drawing out all the goodness I had to offer. After a little oral cleaning of each other, we made it back down the ladder to the studio. Well, I guess we need to think about rearranging the studio if we want easy access to the deck. 
I said. Can we put the bed on wheels and just move it out and out of the way when we need to? She suggested. I don't know. As I hugged her from behind. Your ass is about at the right level now, so the extra height could be a problem. To say nothing about chasing the bed around the room while I'm trying to enjoy this sweet but giving it a little squeeze. Yeah, we can have that. She cooed, enjoying the massage. So shall we go make some Daisy Dukes? Ah, more but related work. Squeezing her cheeks once more. I love my job. Me too. She giggled as she led me down the stairs. Chapter 17 Sunday afternoon after rediscovering the deck I've had all along on the roof of my warehouse slash studio slash house, and also discovering that screwing your best girl from behind while she waves at passing passenger jets is kind of a turn-on, it was turning out to be a pretty good day. Despite about with a 24-hour bug, I was just about 100% and I was ready to get back to the business of photography. We had two cars set up to shoot. My favorite was a Dodge Charger decked out in the Richard Petty race trim. I was going to shoot my girl Brit with the Dodge, dressing her in a pair of Daisy Dukes, some turquoise cowboy boots and a little bikini top and to top it all off, a western hat like the king wears. The other car is a rather demonic-looking Cadillac hearse that was tricked out with some obscure flames and the like. There was no mistaking the original purpose for the vehicle, but it was now more of a hot rod than a utilitarian conveyance. Britt was really freaked out by the car and refused to even go near it, so it's a good thing the warehouse is so big. Kate, however, nearly creamed her panties just looking at it. The girl clearly showed her darker side and was ready to model with it, and more importantly, be fucked in it. Anyway, Britt and I were at the kitchen island butchering an old pair of jeans she had, fashioning the hillbilly apparel. Well, what do you think? As she pulled them on for the first fitting, what do I think? I asked myself, watching this bit of blonde perfection wearing nothing but a scrap of denim, doing slow turns in front of me. I think I'm about the luckiest guy around, I said as I stopped her turn so her beautiful but was facing me. I slipped my fingers into a couple belt loops and gave a little upward tug until just the right amount of ass cheeks were peeking out. A wedge clearly has a different effect on a woman than it has on a man, and she let out an excited little squeak. Un. She moaned, disappointed, as I pulled the shorts back down onto her hips and then rolled the hem up. I think we need to take a couple more inches off, at least here in the back, I said as I ran my fingers where her but rose gracefully from the back of her thighs. She purred appreciatively, as I pulled the shorts down and gave each cheek a big kiss. She attacked the shorts with scissors once more. You know, if I trim off much more, I won't be wearing anything but the waistband. She laughed. With the last couple of snips, she had it done and held them up for me to see. Yeah, you're right, there's not much left. How about we try on the whole outfit? I suggested, okie dokie. She answered. Let me go get a string top. What color do you think? You have a dark or a royal blue, right? Yep, be back in a flash. As she skipped naked into the bedroom dot, I hadn't heard the warehouse door open so I was surprised when Gina and Kate came through the front door. Hi, lover! They exclaimed as they dropped their purses and came over to give me a hug and a kiss. Kate's was once again extra generous while Gina's hand strayed to my crotch, reminding me of her threat to get even with me. So, doing a little sewing, 
Gina inquired, nodding toward the scrap pant legs on the counter. About then, Britt entered the room, and we were all struck stupid. My blonde bombshell stopped and turned, showing off her outfit. Finally Kate managed to utter, Holy shit babe, you are fucking hot! Oh yeah! Gina agreed, running her eyes up and down her best friend's body. Her hand was back in my lap, her fingers wrapped around my awakened appendage. George likes it too! She giggled, drawing the other's attention to my captured cock. Brit smiled and did an exaggerated strut toward us, her hips swaying and her breasts bouncing in the tiny top. The boots hit her shapely calves, but they accentuated her taut thighs and the hat brim led you right into her hypnotic gaze. She stopped a couple feet in front of us, me on a barstool with Kate and Gina on either side. Turning once more, Britt placed her hands on her hips and bent forward slightly. Her ass cheeks peeking out a bit more and her girlfriends each gave her an appreciative caress. With a couple hip gyrations, she stood back straight and turned again. Cocking her hip and pulling down the brim of the hat to hide her eyes, she asked, So you think this will work? I think that should be your official office apparel. I answered, Yeah, said Gina, her hand still wrapped around my cock. And just imagine what casual Fridays would look like. Britt took the two additional steps it took to put her between my knees. She pushed her hat back and we shared an awkward kiss. I think it's the perfect outfit for the car, and I'll wear this for you anytime you want, but right now I'm starved, so how about some dinner? That sounds like a plan. I answered, stiff dick and all. And I'm looking forward to a real meal. Well, we're glad you're feeling better, baby, Britt replied. So, Gina, let go of his cock and you girls go get changed and cleaned up. I'll change out of this outfit. And baby, you go get creative in the kitchen. Yes, ma'am. We responded in kind and went about our assigned tasks, laughing as Britt chased the girls into the bedroom. I threw together some spaghetti with Italian sausage and a green salad. The girls changed into what had become their standard lounging about the house outfits which consisted of some sort of pullover shirt usually one of mine and a pair of panties, or not. We gathered around the island and the topic that was at the top of everyone's mind, but no one was sure how to bring it up, was where things stood with Kate and John, the owner of the swimsuit shop that Kate and Gina worked at. After Kate gave John an unexpected BJ at the front counter of the store while John conversed with a woman about the benefits of joining the Better Business Bureau, they were both at a loss for words. A phone call to me from John later that evening about getting the little one set up with some camera gear and nothing else. Put Kate a little more at ease. Finally, Britt, always the shoot from the hip kinda girl, asked. So, what's up with Johnny? Did he ask you to marry him? Britt! Kate came back, reaching across me to sweat at her. God! She huffed. No, he didn't propose marriage. In fact, we didn't say much to each other. Gina and I opened and Johnny came in a couple hours later. He acted like nothing had happened, but I think that was for Gina's sake cause he didn't know if I told anyone or not. Then it dawned on her, and she looked at me, questioning that I put my hand on her knee and gave a reassuring squeeze. I know, Britt told me. I was a little confused this morning when I told you about my conversation with John last night. He didn't hint at anything. Good, I guess, she continued. Anyway, later on I went into the back to get some more bags for up front. Johnny was there and we just sort of stared at each other, 
Then we both smiled and he reached out and hugged me. He asked me if I was okay and I told him I was fine, but I said I was worried that I had done something I shouldn't have. Well, he just laughed that goofy laugh of his and said that it certainly caught him off guard, and he was scared to death that that woman would figure out what was going on. Then he said that he ought to take the cost of joining the BBB out of my paycheck, and then he just laughed and walked back into his office. We all sat there, waiting for what happened next, but Kate just went back to eating. So that was it? Brit asked. Yep, Kate replied. I'm still not sure where we stand, but at least he's not mad or anything. He did ask if we had had the chance to figure out the camera stuff, and I said we hadn't had time yet, but I'd get to it. She took another bite of salad. I guess we'll just see how it goes. I really like the job and I'm excited to do the website and photography and all that, so I don't want to screw that up. Gina finally chimed in. Well, I didn't get any weird vibes from him, and I know that he knows that you would have told me what happened, so I think that he is just playing it cool. He's probably thinking that he's just lucky that he got his cock sucked, knob polished. Brit interjected not looking up from her plate. What? Gina asked, glaring at Brit for interrupting. Never mind, go on. Brit answered, twirling spaghetti on her fork. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, he probably figures that it just happened, the stars aligned or whatever, and you decided that you'd give him a blow job. If that is it, and it never happens again then well, he got a little fantasy fulfilled and he can jack off to that memory for the rest of his life. I don't think he'll force the issue, but if you decide that you want to pursue it, I don't think you'll get much argument from him. I think it's pretty clear that that man will do anything he can for you. The last line had Kate blushing, and she silently agreed with Gina's take on the whole thing, nodding in agreement as she played with the pasta. We sat, uncommonly quiet and finished our meal. I got up and started clearing the dishes and said, Kate, do you want to go upstairs and we'll put together that list of gear for John? Before Kate could answer, Brit jumped up like her seat was on fire. Upstairs, shit, how could I forget? Girls, come see what George has been hiding from us all this time. Boy, did I get a couple suspicious looks and I could hear the gears turning. All three vaulted toward the door and I yelled out. Shoes. Shit, that's right, shoes. Just grab some sneakers and they rushed into their room and were out the front door, glancing back with questions. I laughed to myself as I finished with the dishes, hearing them grunting to move the bed. I grabbed my shoes and a flashlight and headed upstairs to join the girls. They were already up on the deck and I could hear their excited chatter. Oh my god, look at the view. Look, you can see the airport and the harbor. This is perfect for sunbathing, and I'll bet no one could see us. Yeah, no one but those people on that plane, Brit said, pointing to the airliner passing by. Look, you can see people though the windows. Maybe they can see us. Oh shit. I heard Brit exclaim. You can't see in those windows during the day. So? Well, I was waving at a plane this afternoon, but I didn't figure they could see me. Gina, quick to figure there was more to the story. And? Well, I was kind of flashing them while I waved. She said, stalling. Kate started laughing and Gina once again asked, And? And George was fucking me from behind as I leaned against the rail, right here. Well, that triggered laughter that could probably be heard downtown, and I decided it was time for me to make my appearance.
I stuck my head up through the hatch opening. So what do you girls think? Shit. They screamed and jumped as I evidently didn't make enough noise coming up the ladder. George, you scared the crap out of us, Britt exclaimed. And why didn't you tell me that the people on that jet could probably see us up here doing it this afternoon? She gave me a slap on the shoulder once I had joined them at the rail. I didn't know, babe. Like I said earlier, this was only the second time I'd been up here. But boy where you were right. Look at this view at night. I hugged her tight to my side and kissed her cheek, whispering. But I know they won't see us at night. Running my hand up underneath her shirt, caressing her ass. Gina borrowed the flashlight and looked around. So George, do you think we could get some lounge chairs up here? Yeah, I don't see a problem. The roof hatch is plenty big. You girls just have to be careful that you don't fall through IT.I. In fact, I think the rule should be that the door is kept closed, even if you are up here. They all nodded in agreement, anxious to get it set up for some serious sunbathing. I carefully got them off the roof and we sat around the office and put the list of camera gear together for John. I was impressed at how careful Kate was to get the right equipment, not just the most expensive. After a bit, I began to run out of steam and announced that it was about time for me to get my beauty sleep. After a bit of kidding that there weren't enough hours in the day to make me beautiful, they all gave me a kiss and I ambled off to bed. Monday morning 5 a.m. Even though I'd slept through the biggest part of the weekend fighting a bug of some kind, I still managed to sleep like a rock through the night. I awoke, snuggled up to a warm but with my hand cradling a soft breast. Being tactile-oriented, I immediately identified my bed partner as Kate, her smaller tits being just a perfect handful. Kate, of all the girls, was the one who had changed so dramatically in my eyes. Once shy and a little withdrawn, she had begun to unwind and revealed a more open, even wild woman. She had shown a natural talent for photography and with that, a passion for pornography. Some of her shots of the rest of us in various sexual entanglements were very erotic if not downright dirty. She stirred as I lightly strummed her nipple. Mm-mm, good morning, she whispered as she pulled my hand closer to her. Good morning, I whispered in return, nibbling on her neck. I didn't expect to find you here this morning. It's usually my girlfriend Brit who shares my bed at night, unless there is a special occasion. Kate turned to face me, her big brown eyes glistening. I hope it's all right. Britt thought after the deal with Johnny and all that I'd, well, I don't really know what she was thinking. I think she's just worried about me and all, and you seem to make everything seem right with all of us, so I don't know, I'm just rambling now. I smiled and gave her a kiss. You're right, baby. Our Brit is kind of like a mother hen, and she wants to make sure that everyone and everything is just right. I think that is one of the things that I love the most about her. She is so loving and giving and she seems to have an insight into what people need to make it all work. I'm very lucky to have found her and through her. I have you and Gina and I know that I will have you all in my life, in some form or fashion, for the rest of my life. And for me, that is very reassuring and I hope it is that way for you too. Tears began to well up in her eyes and she nodded yes as her lower lip began to quiver. I took her in my arms and kissed her, our tongues dueling as our hands wandered. I had her tight little ass in both hands as she ground her upper thigh against my rigid cock. Completely awake now, I broke free from her entanglement and worked my way down her tight, tiny frame. 
She ran her fingers through my hair as I took her taut nipples between my lips and nursed on each one as she worked her slick slit against my hip bone. I moved down further and played briefly with her belly button, working the tip of my tongue in the little crater. Anxious, she was now pushing on the top of my head, whispering, Lick me baby, please lick my pussy baby. I slid between her widespread legs, running my hands up and down the inside of her thighs. I gazed down at her sweet little puss, so tight, so virginal-looking, a mere slit. I worked my tongue around the perimeter, bathing her baby-smooth skin. I kissed her lips, her outer lips and then French-kissed her pussy, my tongue exploring her menorah. Oh fuck, I love you. Eat my pussy. Oh god, I can feel your tongue in my pussy. Fuck my pussy baby. Little Kate's hips were in constant motion, trying to make as much contact with my face as she could. I let my tongue slide upward, in search of her hidden clit, that orgasmic trigger. She bucked when I found it. Fuck, fuck. She moaned as I burrowed in and wrapped my lips around it, sucking lightly. After a few more seconds of clitoral nursing, I retreated, returning to her wanting pussy, now secreting her own nectar. I lapped at her offering, my tongue straying down to her tight pucker, now bathed in her juices. I stabbed at her nether hole with my tongue. Jesus! She groaned as she grabbed my hair and pulled upward, desperately trying to fuck my face. Ready to bring her to the end, I slathered her pussy with my flat tongue, spreading her essence about. Settling on a final assault plan, I returned to her clit, no longer hidden, but out and searching for attention. I flicked at it lightly, getting the reaction I wanted as Kate grabbed my head in both hands in an attempt to keep me stationed where I was. Oh yeah, right there baby, right there, on, on, on. And then at T-minus one second, I slipped a finger into her pussy, hoping to find the elusive spot. Off your cuck. She cried out as her body convulsed with rapture. Her pussy walls fluttered on my finger, and her juices flowed like water. Oh, oh, oh. She cried with each wave of pleasure that ran through her. I extracted my finger and laid my head on her quivering thigh teasingly blowing air across her pussy lips, causing her to jump. She gently pulled at my hair. Come here, she whispered breathlessly, panting to catch her breath. I moved up, revisiting her navel and nipples briefly. Pulling my face to hers, she kissed me hungrily, lapping up her own juices. Fuck you do that good. I enjoy my work. I kidded as I ran my hand over her young body. Well, I'm going to enjoy sucking your cock. She replied as she pushed back on my shoulders until I was flat on my back. I pushed back until I was leaning against the headboard, watching her play my game, working her way with her tongue down my chest and belly until she came to the object of her affection. Smiling up at me, she took me in her hand and ran her tongue around the tip. She looked like a little girl licking an ice cream cone. Her tiny tongue probed at the hole at the tip, trying to slip just a bit inside, causing me to shiver. She smiled at me, happy to get a reaction. I need this in my pussy now, she stated, taking one last slobbery plunge down the pole. Moving up, she straddled my hips and hovered above my cock, holding it in place while she ran my cock along her lips. Her eyes widened as she slipped me inside, slowly capturing my length until she was completely settled. Fuck baby, she whimpered. I can feel your cock all the way to here. As she placed her finger on her belly button dot I couldn't respond as I was concentrating on not coming. 
Her pussy clung to my cock and I could feel her pulse, rhythmically hugging me. I slipped my hands under her thighs and lifted, ready to fuck her tight pussy. Kate put her hands on my wrists and pushed, and we worked together, fucking one another. So fucking big, so fucking big. She mumbled, eyes closed as she concentrated on taking it all, over and over. Then she stopped and moaned as she lifted herself off completely. Back on her knees, she took me into her mouth once more, cleaning herself off me, lubing me up with her saliva. Now with her back to me, she straddled me again, and bending over my legs, I watched as she guided me back inside, spreading those tiny lips. Her asshole winked at me with every cycle she made. Within easy reach, I ran a slick fingertip over her rosebud, threatening to intrude. She looked at me over her shoulder, daring me to probe further. Smiling, I grabbed her by the hips and easily rolled her on her side with me right behind her. Snuggled up like in bed, I lifted her leg and cock in hand. I teased her, parking the slick head of my dick against her virgin asshole, pushing slightly. She gasped, not objecting, but not helping either. There was no way I was going there without an invitation, so I slid up and plunged balls deep into her pussy once more. She gasped again as a small orgasm rippled through her. Fuck this is good. She panted as she worked her pussy on my cock. Fuck me baby, fuck me, fuck me hard. I wasn't ready to finish up yet. I had one more thing I wanted to try. I pushed her off and got up off the bed. She glared at me, clearly pissed that I had her so close and then abandoned her. I moved up to the edge of the bed and waved my cock at her. Come here and suck your pussy juice off my cock, I commanded. Her eyes squinted and her nostrils flared, but she relented, moving to the edge of the mattress and taking my cock in her mouth. I put my hand on the back of head and forced her down on my cock. Kate worked until she had me in her throat, my balls resting on her chin, and she looked up and smiled at me, as much as one can smile with a mouth full of cock. I flexed my cock and she gagged a bit as she released me. Thick mucus trailed from her mouth to my cock and she played with it, wrapping it around my stiffness. I reached around her and drug her to the edge of the bed. On her knees, I leaned down and spread her ass cheeks, kissing her pussy and her asshole. Come on, she moaned, face down on the mattress. Fuck me, damn it. Make me come on your cock. I stood back up, stroking my cock as she stared at it, licking her lips. Here. She pleaded as she reached back with both hands and spreading her cheeks wide. Please fuck my pussy. Reaching further back and spreading her pussy open. Please, baby, stick your cock in my cunt and fuck me till I come all over your beautiful dick. Fuck me and fill me with your cum, baby, please. She pleaded that I took the two steps it took to connect my raging heart on with her gaping snatch. Our eyes locked as our sex married, her pussy literally sucking me into her steamy depths. We both groaned when we're mated completely. My hands were on her hips as her hands still spread her taut cheeks. Fuck me, fuck me hard, she demanded. My hands ran over her ass cheeks as I rammed my hardness into her tight cunt. Fuck, 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 she chanted, face down on the bed. My hands explored her backside until my thumbs found her puckered star. I pressed down slightly, feeling her ass sucking at my thumb. Yes, 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 stick it in, she moaned, pushing upward. Put it in my ass, finger my ass, fuck my cunt, finger my ass, ah fuck, do it.
I could feel her stare, wondering what was taking me so long. I felt her pussy ripple on my cock as she watched a long string of saliva stretch from my lips to her waiting ass. She shivered feeling my perfect aim. Knowing that the end was near, she buried her face in the mattress once more as my thumb made its way into her constricting ass. All I could hear was her muffled swearing, the sucking-slash-slurping sounds of my thumb and cock plundering her holes. Sweat dripped from my forehead onto her ass as I fucked her mercilessly, her pussy now in a constant state of climax. Not one for a bunch of mindless chatter, I managed a choked groan as we both felt my cock swell. Our eyes locked once more as my final thrust took us both over the top. My cock delivered an enviable amount of jizz deep inside her, and Kate's look of bewilderment drove me to continue fucking her, even though my poor cock couldn't take much more. Finally, her tiny frame was rocked by one final, thunderous shockwave. Her eyes rolled back until only the whites shone. Still planted deep inside her convulsing pussy, I wrapped my arms around her narrow waist and held her tight until the rumblings subsided. Gently, I pushed her flat onto the covers, my cock and thumb reluctant to leave the warm confines that I snuggled up beside her and held her as her body continued to jerk with small aftershocks. Running my fingers through her long black mane, I could feel her body begin to relax and her breathing returning to normal. She rolled onto her side to face me and I brushed the hair out of her eyes. I could tell she wanted to say something, but she didn't know how to start. I kissed her softly, running my hand over her cheek. So was it good for you? I asked. Immediately laughing, she pulled me to her and kissed me hard, her tongue wrestling with mine. You asshole, she said still laughing. Of course it was good. It's always good and it always gets better. She ran her fingers over my chest, looking for her next words but again, they wouldn't come. So what's up, sweetie? Something's on your mind. I don't know, she said. I mean, it's really weird. Here I am, living with my two best friends, well, three now. She smiled. And I owe so much to them and to you. I mean, oh my God, you have done so much for me and I, well. She stalled and her eyes began to well up with tears. Now, now, I said, trying to comfort her. There's no reason to get all teary-eyed. Just go ahead and get it out. You'll feel better. Sniffling, she managed to continue. Okay, well here goes. I love you, George. Her tone caught me off guard, so I answered cautiously. Well, I love you too, baby. Running my hand through her hair. One tear found its way down her cheek, and I wiped it away. I mean, she sniffled once more. I love you. Like I never want to hurt you or disappoint you. I know that you probably love Gina, like you say you love me, and that's good. I can live with that. I also know, we all know, that you and Brit are really in love. I mean the marry and have babies kind of love and I am so happy for her, and for you. Hey. I interjected, happy she took a breath. It's true that Brit and I have something special, at least I think we do. It's not like we've really talked about it or made any plans. Brit is one of a kind, and she is super intelligent and caring and I can tell you that every day, I thank whoever or whatever got us together. Then the real bonus is you and Gina, and I hope I fit into that same category. For whatever reason, I truly believe that what we all have, and what is happening, and will happen, was meant to be. I have no idea. I continued, 
what may happen when you girls go back to school, or when you graduate, and there's not much I can do about it. I can have my dreams, or fantasies and I can hope they come true, but in reality, I don't have much say in the matter, so I guess I have to be okay with it. I guess that way, I can't be too hurt if it doesn't work the way I want it to. Does that make any sense? Kate stared down at her finger, doing little circles on my chest, digesting what I had just rambled on about. Yeah, I guess it does, she said. I have strayed so far from the way I was brought up since I came out here, but every so often, I guess a little guilt leaks in and I start to second-guess myself. A little more at ease now, she pulled herself up to me and gave me another lingering kiss as her hand strayed down to my sticky joint. I hope you know what you mean to me, and that when I say that I love you, I really mean it, and I don't ever want to do anything that will jeopardize that. So the thing with John, oh baby. I said, somewhat surprised, is that what all this is about? About you and John and, well, the lady with the BBB? George, she exclaimed, squeezing the little guy, who I forgot she had a hold on. Don't make fun, but yeah, I guess so. I'm not sure why I did it, but I really like Johnny and I worry about him, living alone and all. And when it happened, well, it just happened. And then afterwards, I started feeling all guilty about it. I mean guilty from every direction possible. Although I'm sure Johnny liked it, I don't want to lead him on or anything. I think we're okay now, but at the time, I was really worried. But more so, I was really feeling like maybe I had wronged you. God knows I know that we aren't exclusive or anything like that, but you were my first and I live with you and you do so much for me. I don't know, I just felt like a bit of a shit I guess. Okay. I said, relieved that I finally had a handle on what this was all about. Here it is. Let's see if I can put this into words and not get myself into trouble. I love you. I love Gina and I love Brit, and I would do anything within my power for any of you. If I wanted kids in a family, and we all agreed to it, I'd gladly knock up all of you and we'd live as one big family. Kate smiled and I continued. That being said, I'm also a realist, and I would bet that at some point along the way, you and Gina, hopefully not Brit, will meet somebody and fall madly in love and want to start your own life together. I'll be extremely sad and probably fall into a deep depression, but through years of therapy, I'll probably get over it. Kate looked at me with bug eyes and disbelief. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'll be sad, but I'll get over it. In fact, I'll be happy for you. But until then I kind of like the way things are going and I want you girls to enjoy this time in your life and learn from it. I think we all love each other and respect each other enough to not have to worry so much about the other's feelings. That'll just come naturally. But young lady. And I said it in such a way that it gave her a start. If I find out that you're giving free blowjobs to just anyone on a street corner somewhere, I will be very disappointed and will probably have to turn you over my knee and spank you. Her eyes bulged and then she broke out laughing, trying to tickle me. We wrestled on the bed until Brit and Gina burst into the room to see what all the commotion was about. It was now a free-for-all, with groping and grabbing, kissing and licking. Kate let out a scream that brought everything to a halt. Gina had found Kate's previously well-used pussy and was energetically sucking up our collective juices. Ah shit. Kate squealed as Gina's obviously talented tongue had found its mark. Let me help. Brit shouted as she dove in between Kate's spread legs, the little one screaming in delight. 
I took the opportunity to sneak off and take a shower and get ready for work. It was all quiet when I stepped out of the shower. I dried off and did the usual routine before stepping back into the bedroom. It was quiet because they were all bundled up and fast asleep, all with little smiles on their faces. I quietly got dressed, tempted fate by leaning over them and placing kisses on all their foreheads and slipped quietly out of the room. Around 10 a.m. Monday morning for a Monday, everything was going along swimmingly, if you can call all fucked up, swimmingly. Actually, most Mondays were predictably unpredictable, so, what the hell, you just go with it. I'd had the foresight to plug the Bluetooth in my ear when I left this morning and uncharacteristically, it was actually working pretty well. It rang in my ear. Good morning, this is George. Well, good morning, stud. My blonde paramour replied. Good morning, lover. I said, happy to hear her voice. Sorry you only got a good morning kiss on the forehead this morning, but you all looked pretty comfy, so I didn't want to disturb you. That's okay, she replied her tone changing ever so slightly. So I hear the plan is to knock us all up, keep us barefoot and pregnant, and have us wait on you hand and foot for the rest of our lives, is that it? Thankfully, I'd finally caught on to the sarcastic tone she used at times like this. Yeah, I got to thinking about it, and it just kinda makes sense. I mean three women to keep me happy, and if y'all get too horny and a pain in the ass, you can just take care of each other, so what could be more perfect? Yeah, Buster. She laughed. You hold on to that little fantasy of yours. Anyway, why I'm calling is to thank you again for being who you are. Kate kind of gave us a Cliff's Notes version of what you said to her, and Gina and I both started blubbering. So thank you again for everything. I love you so much. We all love you. She sniffled. Okay, shit, I'm crying again. Hang on. I could hear her blowing her nose and now she had me tearing up. Okay, there I'm back. Anyway, back to business. I got a call from the redhead. Oh, Becky called? I asked, remembering the cute cowgirl with from the western wear store. Settled down there, partner. She replied in a pretty good Texas accent. The shy redhead, Melissa. You remember, the one with the boyfriend overseas. Oh yeah, the one who wants to do the boudoir shots to remind him of what's waiting for him at home. Yeah. She laughed. I guess you could put it that way. Anyway, she called again and said that she tried again to do the shots herself in the mirror and with the self-timer, but she still wasn't happy with the results. She admitted that she saw some pics that a friend had done for her boyfriend and they were obviously professionally done and that's the look that she wants. Anyway, she still wants to do them but she admits that she is really shy and asked if we had a woman photographer. I told her that that might be a possibility, and that I could give her a call back. So what do you think about letting Kate shoot them? I know Kate would love the chance, and would do it just for the experience, so if by chance they don't come out, all we've lost is a little time. Yeah, I answered. That would be fine, as long as you told. Was Melissa her name? As long as Melissa understands that this is Kate's first shoot and if she doesn't like them, that's just the way it is and she can't start griping about the time it took and that kind of crap. Gotcha. If she wants a female photographer, Kate is who we have and if she's willing to take the time, as Kate is, then it's a deal. I'll quote the standard print prices. Sounds good. I said. I'll let you work out the schedule and I'll try to be somewhere else while it's going on. 
Britt laughed. I don't think you have to vacate the premises. You just can't hang around leering at the model. Yeah, okay. I chuckled. I have you three to leer at all I want, so what the hell? All right, lover. Well, you go ahead and set it up. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to tell you, but my buddy Chuck may be able to sneak by this afternoon and put in the operator for the big door. Are you going to be around? Shit, yes, she said. If it means we don't have to cuss that door anymore, I'll definitely be here. Okay. Laughing. I'll double check with Chuck and if he can't make it, I'll call you back. If you don't hear from me, then expect him after lunch, okay? Sounds like a plan. Okay, baby, I love you so much and if I don't talk to you later, I'll see you tonight. Okay, baby, love you too. Around 4 p.m. asterisk asterisk I pulled the truck up to the warehouse door and got out to open it. I spun the key in the lock, grabbed the handle and pulled. Hoy shit! I exclaimed as my feet went out of under me and I think I dislocated my shoulder. The goddamn door didn't budge. Then it dawned on me. Chuck was going to put the new operator on it today and that would effectively lock the door in place. Then another revelation. Crap. What if the power goes out? Now I've got to put a pedestrian door in so that I can at least get in the building to disengage the operator and manually open the door. I'm mumbling to myself about having my head up my ass lately as I call Brit to let me in. Red Brick Photography, Brit speaking. Hi babe, hey could you let me in? I forgot about Chuck installing the operator and I think I dislocated my shoulder trying to get the fucking thing open. Oh baby, I'm sorry, I should have called to tell you to honk when you got home. Hang on, I've got to run downstairs and get the remote. And then she hung up. I gingerly hoisted myself back up into the truck and soon heard the whirring of the operator and watched as the behemoth door seemed to magically open. I pulled inside and was met by my girl as I pulled up. I grimaced as I slid out of the truck. Oh, you poor baby, you really did do a number on your shoulder. Here, let's get you inside and we'll check it out. Britt opened the front door and sat me down on a bar stool. Here, let's get your shirt off and we'll see if you really did dislocate it. It's actually feeling better than right after I did it. I said as she gently worked the shirt off. I was glad I wore a button-down shirt today. Britt ran her soft hands around my shoulder and slowly moved my arm. You've done this before? I asked. Yeah, along with being a cheerleader in high school, I also helped out with some of the training and I saw more than a couple dislocated shoulders. Yours feels fine. Everything's where it is supposed to be. I think you just strained it. Maybe pulled a muscle. Some ice and some Advil and you'll be good to go. Thanks, babe. I don't know what I'd do without you. Offering her a kiss for services rendered. About then, we heard the grinding of gears and the screeching of brakes and we both braced for the impending crash. Thankfully, we were spared that. Kate's home. We said in unison, cracking up. Good thing I left the door open. Britt said, sneaking another kiss. Or I'd have had another patient. Kate flew through the door and spotted me sitting bare-chested. Hi, lover. She said, approaching at mock speed. I braced for impact and turned to protect my shoulder. Watch out, Katie. Britt warned from the other side of the kitchen. George hurt his shoulder. Like a jet fighter catching the cable on an aircraft carrier, she came to a screeching halt barely bumping into my good shoulder. Her eyes grew big as she waited to hear me cry out in pain. 
No harm, babe. I said, it's the other shoulder, nodding to my right. Oh, good, she said, letting out a deep breath. No, I mean not good, just good that I didn't make it worse. What happened? Britt laughed at her friend as she placed a bag of ice on my shoulder. Well, it's kind of my fault. George had the operator put on the door today and forgot about it, so when he tried to open it, he pulled a muscle. Kate's eyes lit up. You put an operator on the big door? We don't have to open and close it by hand anymore? Oh God, thank you baby, she said and went to give me a big hug, pulling up short once again. Sorry, she said blushing. I'm just so glad not to have to fight that door anymore. I don't know, said Britt, well out of Kate's short reach. I'm gonna miss watching you dig in to get that thing moving. It was kind of inspirational somehow. She laughed. Ha ha, Kate mocked, taking a futile swing at her friend. But thank you, lover. She said as she sat on my lap, putting her arm over my good shoulder. It's just like Christmas. Giving me a big kiss. Oh, speaking of Christmas, Johnny ordered my camera gear today and it'll be here day after tomorrow. So everything's okay with you too. I asked as I snuck a hand under her blouse and ran it over her soft belly. Yeah, we're fine. She cooed as she wiggled in my lap. I think Gina probably has it right, that he figures it was just a spur-of-the-moment event and doesn't really expect anything to come of it. We've always kind of teased him anyway, kind of made a game out of it, and he seems fine with it. Actually, I kind of get off thinking about him jerking off in the bathroom there after we've flashed our butts at him, or something like that. Oh, I said, tickling at her. So you're just a little tease, huh? The little one squealed and giggled, but didn't make much of an effort to get away. After a couple painful rebounds off my bum shoulder, I retreated and she made her escape. About the same time, Gina came through the door. Hi, guys. She smiled as she threw her purse on the counter. Nice door operator, baby. She said to me, giving me a quick kiss. But what are we gonna do if the power goes out and we're not here? How do we get in? She gave me a wise-ass kind of smile as she turned to go to fridge. Get you a beer or anything? A beer, thanks, smarty pants. Yeah, I thought of that just as I tried to pull my arm out its socket a few minutes ago. I guess I'll be putting in a pedestrian door. Oh, I'm sorry, lover, she said, handing me my beer. You've really had a run of bad luck lately. First the flu, now this. And she took her place on my lap and gave me a tongue-enhanced kiss. Maybe we should just get you safely tucked into bed and I'll make sure nothing else hurts you. Gina laid another kiss on me, while pulling my hand up underneath her shirt to her D-cups. She writhed in my lap as we kissed and I tweaked her nipple. She finally let me up for air and Brit said from the kitchen, Geez girl, give the guy a break. Here, she continued, here are remotes for everyone's car and I sweet-talked Chuck into a couple more, one for here in the house and one for the office. There is also a button inside the door. He said if we want one, he can order us a keypad for outside. The girls grabbed their remotes, and I asked them to go ahead and throw mine in my truck. Thanks again, George, they said in harmony as they headed back out to their cars. Britt grabbed a remote and pushed the button and smiled as we heard the big door rolling shut. The girls came back in and laid another couple kisses on me. Do you need another beer? Kate inquired. No thanks, I said, 
standing up and gingerly moving my arm and shoulder, testing it. I think what I need is a long hot shower. That sounds like a good idea, Brit said, as she took my hand and led me toward the bedroom. Looking over her shoulder, she added, Well, what are you waiting for? I think we could all use a relaxing shower. A giggling parade, shedding clothing and shoes in its wake, made it to the huge walk-in shower. Soon the stars shined and the rain fell from the custom shower ceiling. Sharing the shower has become a favorite event here and I can tell you that being outnumbered three to one is my idea of a wet dream, asleep or not. As all three girls were lovers, and had been long before I met them, there was the occasional odd moment when I found myself alone. The moaning and cooing and the odd squeal of surprise bounced off the tile walls as the three played in the center of the storm. Various hands and heads between various pairs of legs made for pleasurable viewing and I was content to lean against one wall and stroke myself slowly and enjoy the show. Britt caught my eye as she stood captured by Gina, who stood behind her, raining kisses on her exposed neck and ear, her hands mauling the blonde's firm breasts. Meanwhile, Kate was kneeling on the floor, her face buried in Britt's sex, held captive by her lover's hands pulling her inward. Brit's stare grew wide as the girl's combined efforts triggered her release. A nonsensical muttering emanated from deep within her as her body quaked. Brit's stare was replaced by Gina's as she glanced down at the stiff cock in my hand and licked her lips, holding our lover upright as her orgasm slowly receded. Brit's gaze returned as the inner rumbling slowed. She too stared at my cock hungrily as she pulled Kate to her feet and thanked her with a deep kiss, tasting herself on her lover's tongue. Turning Kate to face me, all three now zeroed in on my anxious dick. They surrounded me, pinning me to the wall as they took turns kissing each other and me, their hands pushing mine aside, six hands caressing me as the maid a choreographed descent down my chest, over my belly, until all three knelt at my feet. Three beautiful pairs of eyes looked up at me as their shared tongues and hands had me at my limit, any stiffer and something would surely break. From one mouth to another— one on my cock, one or two suckling my balls, they worked me until we all sensed the impending eruption. A sly grin broke out on them all as they each wrapped a hand around my cock and began stroking, coaxing my cum to the surface. Give it up, lover. Brit smiled up at me as she set the pace. Yeah, baby, panted little Kate as she stared intently at the head of my cock. I want to feel your cum all over my face. An obvious nod to her penchant for porn movies. Not to be left out, Gina stared at me and then glanced over at Brit and back at me and whispered throatily. Yes, stud, shoot that cock snot on us so we can all share. Ah, shit. I bellowed, wanting to laugh, but my cock had its own agenda and the girls shrieked in delight as they tussled with my spewing member, like kids playing with a garden hose. My cock was more than generous, liberally coating all three beautiful faces— come dripping off their noses and running down their cheeks. More moaning and kissing and licking ensued as they cleaned me and each other, taking turns taking one last draw on my spent cock, making sure I had given up the entire load. I was thankful to be leaning against the wall. Satisfied with a job well done, they all crawled back upright and we shared kisses until we were all kissed out. They led me out of the shower and we dried each other just enough and then fell exhausted onto the bed wrapped in each other's arms. Around 6 p.m. I woke up looking up at the ceiling through a dark haze. I quickly realized that my vision was impaired by the damp brunette tresses of our resident Amazon.
Gina's head rested on my shoulder, her luscious body laying half across me, our legs entwined. I could hear hair dryers and female tittering coming from the adjacent bathroom. I tried to stretch and I instinctively reached down and grabbed the conveniently placed S cheek and gave it a loving squeeze. I was rewarded with a little groan and kiss on the shoulder. The room suddenly grew silent as the hair dryers were switched off and I could hear Gina's soft breathing. I gave her but another little caress and whispered, Should we get up now? Sure, she whispered as she heard the girls heading our way. Pretend you're still asleep. Quite comfortable in my current position, I played along, my hand still on her but my eyes closed. They're still asleep, I heard Kate whisper. Should we wake them? Nah, Britt whispered back. Let them sleep a little longer. You and I can scratch up something for dinner. I'm sure they'll wake up soon. I heard a dresser drawer open and knew they were raiding my t-shirt drawer again. My cock twitched when I envisioned them drawing my shirts over their supple frames. Gina gave me a little nip in response to mine, and I somehow managed to maintain the illusion. Their voices faded as they headed to the kitchen. I swept Gina's hair off my face and turned my head toward her. She smiled and then we kissed, long and hard. Her hand found my rested cock and held it softly. Thanks for staying, she said, her eyes sparkling. I wasn't ready to get up yet and I just wanted a little alone time with you. Is that okay? Of course it is, I said, drawing her closer, my grip on her ass reasserted. We kissed some more, long, soft kisses. I wasn't ready to get up either, I said between kisses. I'm way too comfortable here. I'm glad. She said, kissing me some more, her hand caressing my now nearly stiff cock. Unspeaking, we continued to make out, nothing frantic, just passionate, and we soon found ourselves coupled, me on top, her long legs wrapped around me. Gina drew her long nails up my sides, spurring me along as I set a deep, slow pace. Um. She moaned as she nibbled on my earlobe. I love to feel your cock in my pussy. It's perfect and hits all the right places. Grab my ass, baby. Fuck my sweet pussy till I come on your big cock. Having pretty well exhausted my reserves in the shower, I was nowhere near ready to make another deposit, so I concentrated on giving Gina what she wanted. I reached down and under her and grabbed a firm cheek in each hand and reset the pace. It was my turn to nibble on her ear as I fucked her slick snatch. Fuck! I groaned into her ear. Your fucking pussy is so tight, babe. Squeezing her ass cheeks harder, her pussy squeezing back. Ah, fuck Gina. As she tried to strangle my cock. Determined to make her come, I stepped up the pace, lifting my ass up and driving my cock as deep as I could reach. Oh, Jesus. She stuttered, digging her nails into my ribs, her legs hooked under my ass, pulling me in as deep as was bodily possible. I'm coming, George. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna come all over your big, beautiful fucking cock. Ah, fuck. Don't stop. Don't stop. Ah. And then biting my shoulder to muffle her scream. Her pussy convulsed, her inner walls rippling up and down my length, and I just kept a nice even pace, triggering orgasm after orgasm. After what seemed like a five-minute climax, she breathlessly begged me to stop. I relented, pushing myself up and slowly let her spent pussy push me out into the cold. I eased over to her side and lay beside her as she panted her breasts rising and falling, as she struggled to get her breath back. 
I lay on my side and ran a curious finger up and down her torso, stalling at the top of her heaving breast to poke at her distended nipple. That one little poke caused her to quake once more, and she grabbed my hand. Behave. She chastised me and slid my hand down to rest on her taut belly. Her strength regained. Gina rolled over on her side to face me, nose to nose. She kissed me lightly, and her big brown eyes latched onto mine. Thank you seems like a silly thing to say, but thank you. Quickly followed by a longer kiss dot I brushed the hair from her eyes. You're welcome, anytime. She smiled and gave me another kiss and then rolled on to her other side. Reaching back, she pulled me to her and we snuggled, dropping off to sleep once more. Heaven knows how much later. Wake up you sleepyheads, the busted blonde angel in my dreams sang. Soft hands ran up and down my backside gently rousing me from my slumber. Go away! I heard Gina grumble as she pulled my hand tighter to her breast and wiggled her ass on my sticky cock, trying to draw me nearer. Come on, guys! I heard the little one's voice in my ear behind me. It was Kate who was running her small soft hand over my backside, lingering on my ass. You need to get up before it's time to go back to bed. We made dinner, she said with a promising lilt. Come on, girl! I said, giving Gina one last hug and a squeeze. They're not going to leave us alone until we get up. Oh, all right. She groused as she let go of my hand and thrust her butt back, like she was trying to buck me off. I laughed as I backed off as far as Kate's proximity would allow and gave Gina a little sweat on the butt. Hey! She cried out and rolled onto her back as she took a half-hearted swing at me, making contact with my half-hard cock. Ow! I responded in mock pain and surprise, my hand covering my wounded cock, protecting it from further assault. Oh baby! The concerned chorus rang out as they huddled around me, concerned that their favorite toy may have come to harm. I'm okay, I'm okay! I assured them, now a little embarrassed by all the worried faces. She barely winged me. I smiled. I didn't think she could move that quickly. Laughing, trying to get them to forget about it, Dada was now sitting upright and Gina was behind me, her D-cups, stiff nipples and all, pressed into my back. I'm sorry, baby. She whispered into my ear as she ran the tip of her tongue around it. I just reacted and I certainly wouldn't try to hit you there. Her hands sliding down my belly. She was intercepted by two other hands, Brit's and Kate's stood guard. Brit's hand snaked its way under mine and she gave me a look as she felt the sticky coating covering my coveted cock. I quickly turned to Kate and said, So what this about dinner? Britt gave me a loving squeeze and a kiss on the cheek and we stumbled off the bed. Gina and I grabbed something to wear. Another t-shirt was absconded from my drawer and I opted for a pair of Scooby-Doo boxers that had mysteriously appeared in my drawer. All three giggled as they took note of my apparel. Kate and Britt had put together a big cob salad and we all pretty well behaved as we ate, just talking about this and that. Kate was obviously excited about the new camera gear and Britt brought up the possible shooting schedule for the two cars sitting in the warehouse. So baby, she asked me, running her bare foot up and down my calf under the bar. When do you want to shoot me and my dukes with the dodge? I tried to be all nonchalant, picking away at my salad as her foot strayed higher. Well, I answered as I brought my knees together, capturing her wandering foot. It looks like I have a pretty busy work week, so we'll probably have to shoot it one evening after I get home. Oh, oh.
Kate chimed in as Britt tried to wiggle her foot free. Can you wait until I get my camera and I can shoot the other calendar shots and make sure my camera works okay? Kate was referring to the X-rated pics we started taking when we began the calendar project. They were originally intended just for Brit and my viewing, but that plan was in the wind before it even started. We did a couple with the help of a remote trigger for the camera, but on the last shoot, Kate was more than willing and able to take on the photographer role. Hey, Gina interjected. When do I get a turn at playing pornographer? I think I did a pretty good job when I took those shots in the bedroom a while back. That triggered a debate amongst the three that I really didn't want a part of, so I managed to slide off my stool and gathered up the dishes and did the clean-up while they bantered back and forth. The discussion quickly faded from the upcoming shoot to the store website they would all be involved in and I gladly eased into the living room and turned on the TV and searched aimlessly for something to watch. Finally settling on a rerun of Firefly, I was in typical guy mode, engrossed in the tube and nothing else around me. I had a crush on Inara, the courtesan that resided on the ship, and was thoroughly into the show when the trio burst into the room, bringing me back to earth with a crash. Whatcha watchin'? Britt queried as she sidled up on my left, tucking her legs under her. Oh, she's cute, quipped Gina as she took her seat on my right, tucking her long legs under her sweet butt. So what's the show about? Asked Kate as she sat on the floor and spread my legs apart enough to sit between them with her back against the couch. She threw her long hair back onto my lap. I could have used it as a blanket. I tried to explain the show to them as the three of us on the couch absentmindedly portioned up the little one's long black tresses and combed it through our fingers. Britt and Gina had their heads on my shoulder as Kate playfully tickled at my bare feet, but not enough to be real annoying. The show ended and another episode was about to start. Evidently it was a firefly marathon, but I felt like I had already run my marathon, so I begged off and extracted myself from the couch, giving each of them a long goodnight kiss that I wandered into the bathroom, brushed my teeth, ran a quick washcloth over my privates, and then crawled under the rumpled sheets which smelled delightfully of all three of my girls. Not a single sheep made it over the fence before I was lost in dreamland. Early Tuesday morning lately, my standard waking position has been spooning a soft female form, my morning wood situated comfortably between her ass cheeks and one hand cupping a firm breast. This morning, my front side was cold except for a gentle hand holding my junk and long hair draped across my face. A muffled snore told me that Brit had taken back her place in my bed. She moaned and groused as I pried her fingers off my piss hard on and slipped out of bed and into the bedroom. A glance at the clock said 4 a.m. and it was my turn to grumble, knowing that I wouldn't get back to sleep before it was time to get up at 5. Back in bed, Brit had thrashed around and managed to kick off the blanket and sheet and had claimed the entire bed, flat on her back in the middle, snoring lightly. There isn't a man alive, and not a woman in this house, who would not appreciate the sight that lay before me. Long-toned legs and the perfect torso with a flat tummy, and perfect C-cup breasts. Her long blonde hair fanned out over the pillows and her beautiful face smiled as though she was enjoying a dream that I had gone to sleep last night with a little guilt actually. Having screwed the daylights out of Kate in the morning, came home to a mind-blowing cock sucking by all three of the girls and to top it off, a covert dalliance with Gina. Britt was generous to the extreme and nothing made her happier than seeing her friends happy. She would always put her friends' needs before hers. 
I worried that I hadn't given my number one girl the attention she deserved, so staring down at her perfect pussy, I decided that what my lover needed was to have her pussy eaten, here and now. Carefully, I crawled up beside her on the bed, pushing her legs apart gently until I had room to work. I leaned over and gently kissed around her slit, anointing her mons with little pecks. She squirmed slightly, conveniently stretching one leg outward, affording me an easier approach. My lips moved to her sex, lightly kissing her outer lips, beckoning her inner lips out to play. Another squirm accompanied a light moan as I slipped my tongue beneath the surface, teasing her slit. I continued to probe with my stiffened tongue while one hand gently ran over the inside of her thighs. Still asleep, living an erotic dream, Brit's hips rocked as I was now in full pussy-eating mode. I'd managed to slip under one leg and was comfortably planted between her toned thighs, face to face with my favorite pussy. I lapped hungrily at her wet snatch, my tongue retrieving juices from deep within. Her clit peeked out, curious as to the goings-on, and I gently took it between my lips and sucked gently as hard a sleeper as she is. Even my blonde lover could not sleep through my oral assault, and she soon had her long fingers wrapped in the hair on my head and was pulling me tight to her pussy. Mmm. She moaned as she threw her other leg on my shoulder, effectively placing me in a headlock, my face firmly planted in her pussy. I probed deep with my tongue as my nose slid around her slick clit. I managed to work one hand underneath me and tickled her ass as my other hand made its way up her side in search of a stiff nipple to play with, always priding myself as a multitasker. I ate hungrily at her writhing pussy as I held on tightly to her left breast, my fingers tweaking her excited nipple. She groaned deeply as my right index finger found its way to her wet puckered asshole. On. She grunted as I slipped my finger into the first knuckle, while I drew her clit in with a kiss. Ah fuck I love you god damn it, she growled. Pulling my hair harder she commanded. Ah baby eat my pussy baby, oh god. She cried as her body rocked back and forth. Fuck, 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 fuck my ass, finger my ass, baby. I was now French kissing her pussy, my tongue playing deep inside her cunt, my lips wrapped around her pussy, sucking mightily. Fuck. She stuttered as my finger was now fully inside her ass and playing footsie with my tongue in her pussy, separated by a thin wall. Fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. She wailed as her body clinched and then exploded. Her pussy spasmed around my tongue and her ass sucked at my finger as my mouth was flooded with her juices. I had no option but to stay put as her thighs threatened to crack my head like a walnut, and I wrote out her climax. Slowly, she regained control of her own body and relaxed. Her legs slid off my shoulders, releasing me from her clinch and I cleaned up my mess, licking about her pussy as she purred and ran her fingers through my hair. I slowly backed my finger out of her tight ass, making a little popping sound that made her giggle and groan at the same time. Lifting my hand that was still perched upon her breast, she pulled at me. Come here, she whispered. I crawled up beside her and lay on my side facing her. She rolled to her side, now nose to nose. Her eyes glistened and she closed them as she leaned in for a kiss. We kissed lovingly as she retrieved her own essence. She opened her eyes and those big blue orbs bore through mine and pulled at my heart. She smiled as my eyes began to tear. I love you, she whispered, her hand running up and down my side. And I love to be woken up that way.
Leaning back in, she kissed me again lightly, but not withdrawing from the kiss. We whispered and she giggled with our lips still touching, the occasional tongue slipping out to tease the other. It was a real test of will to carry on some semblance of a conversation without breaking out into a make-out session. So what are you up to today? I asked, my lips moving hers as I spoke. She tried to answer, but my tongue kept getting in her way, slipping in as she tried to speak. Finally I retreated and she giggled out a reply. More website work and I'm working on cataloging all the work we've done and your past work so that we can retrieve it easily. She paused for a second, moving her lips around over mine like she was fluffing a pillow, trying to find a more comfortable position. This is silly, you know. Mumbling into my mouth. And with that we gave up and just kissed, tongues and lips passionately playing. Brit threw one leg over my hip and I felt her hand take my cock and effortlessly slide it into her welcoming pussy. She moaned into our kiss as she felt me reach full depth and then paused, breaking our lip lock. Her blue eyes had darkened, a dead giveaway to her passion and as much as I wanted to continue to make love to her, an early appointment nagged me. I'm sorry baby, but I have an early appointment. I know. She smiled as she squeezed me with her talented puss. I saw it on your calendar yesterday. I just want to hold you here for a couple minutes and then I'll let you go. I said nothing as I looked into her eyes and ran my hand over her side and down to her perfect but which I held as she held my cock inside her. Britt looked through me, as though in a trance. She wore a contented smile as her pussy continued to just hold me, hugging me gently, capturing the feeling of my stiffness inside her. All too soon, she kissed me once more and released me. Here, let me at least clean you up. She said seductively as she slid down and took me into her warm mouth. A few swipes of the tongue and a little squeegee between her soft lips and I was certified clean and ready to go. She licked her lips after she gave the tip of my cock a parting kiss. Damn, my taste pretty good. She laughed out I shook my head and laughed and drew her in for one more kiss. Yes you do, and I could eat you morning, noon and night. As I swung my legs over the edge of the bed. She met me at the end of the bed and we hugged each other tight. Well, I don't think my pussy will hold you till lunch, so I'll go make you some breakfast while you get dressed. As she gave my cock one last loving squeeze. And I watched her naked but bounce its way toward the kitchen. She was still naked as a jay as she proudly put an egg, ham and cheese sandwich in front of me with a cup of coffee and a glass of juice. And no matter how often I see her beautiful naked form. It still distracts me and she knew it as she skipped around the kitchen cleaning up her mess. Finally, I made it through breakfast without wearing most of it. Got my teeth brushed and found Brit still in the kitchen, bent over and rummaging. Through a lower cabinet. I couldn't resist as I stepped up behind her and ran my fingers up over her pussy, grazed her rosebud and then gave her a love sweat on each cheek. Brit turned and took me in her arms once more and gave me another dick-straightening kiss. Thanks again for this morning, lover. I'll be thinking of your cock and my pussy all day long. Ah, fuck. I moaned as she giggled, knowing what her teasing did to me. She gave me a last squeeze through my pants and then turned me and patted me on the ass. Off you go, baby. I'll talk to you later. I hopped in the truck, spotted the remote for the new door operator and smiled as I punched the button and watched the massive door magically roll open. Ah, now that is nice. I decided that life couldn't get much better than it was right now. Tuesday, 
Mid-morning the day was moving along well and my early meeting was productive, although it took all I had to keep my mind from wandering back to earlier this morning. The phone rang just as I pulled up to the pump at the gas station and I cringed as I looked at the price. This is George, I answered as I pulled my overtaxed credit card out of my wallet. Hi baby, came Brit's sultry reply. Got a minute? Sure, I replied. I'm just getting ready to bend over and take it in the butt for a tank of gas. I laughed somewhat unconvincingly. Oh baby, I'm sorry, but I'd gladly put something up your ass for free, she said nearly panting. You just stay away from my butt. I laughed, getting a strange look from the gray-haired lady at the pump on the other side of the island. I turned my back to her and said, So what's on your dirty little mind? Well, now I'm thinking about sliding a dildo in and out of your ass while you fuck Kate's tight little virgin ass at the same time. Fuck, my pussy just gushed thinking about it. She moaned in my ear. God damn it, Brit. I whispered into midair, my Bluetooth stuck in my ear and my crotch hopefully hidden from view. You do this to me every time you call. Thankfully, I'm not driving this time. So what did you really call about? Trying to distract us both by changing the subject. Oh yeah, she said, still breathing hard. I was on Amazon and I saw some really nice lounges that would work great on the deck. They're about $200 each and we'd gladly chip in and help pay for them. What do you think? I grimaced as I thought about $800 for lounges as the dollars flew by on the gas pump, quickly approaching the century mark. Yeah, well, what are they made of? I don't want to have to try to get some giant teak monsters up through that roof hatch. No, silly. She countered. They're nice powder-coated aluminum with cushions. The shipping weight is only 20 pounds each, including the cushions. Yeah, that sounds okay. As the pump mercifully came to a grinding halt at buck and a quarter. Good lord, 125 for frickin' fuel. I mumbled under my breath. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. She said. We'll gladly pay for the lounges. Now I felt like a real heel. No, baby, it's okay. It just gripes my ass to have to pay this much for gas. I may have to look for another mode of transportation, like maybe a motorized skateboard or something. Just go ahead and put it on my card. You know where the number is. Yeah, I've got your number, she said in her sexy lilt. I'll order three and we'll probably have them tomorrow. Wait a minute, I said as I tore the receipt from the pump. It reminded me of someone sticking their tongue out at me and I jerked it accordingly. Only three? Don't I get one? I caught her kidding tone as she said. Well, I figured you'd just share with one of us if we were all up there at the same time. You know, you could lay on me while you tanned your little butt or I'd lay on you while I tanned mine. And she broke out in a giggle. Well, that works fine until we want to tan the front side. I mean, I don't mind you laying on me that way. I have plenty of options. But you, besides, I weigh too much to just lay on you without, well, you know, yeah, I know, she said, sounding all exasperated. We can't expect you to just lay there with our hot, oil-slick, naked bodies touching you and not want to take advantage of us, and then broke up laughing, before I could respond. Whoops, there's the other line, babe. Gotta go, lover. And then all I heard was dead air. Oh well, I didn't have a snappy comeback for her last comment anyway, so I stuffed the gas receipt in my pocket and eased back onto the road, conscious of my lead foot. 
5 p.m. asterisk asterisk the rest of the day was pretty uneventful and I marveled once more at the massive door on my warehouse slash home slash studio opening at just the push of a button. I rolled on inside and parked in front of the house, the sound of the door rolling shut behind me. Hi baby, I heard as I stepped out of the truck. Brit was upstairs and gave me my welcome home to the flash. Her smile and beautiful boobs were enough to bring the worst day at work to a glorious end. I'm gonna grab a beer. Do you want anything? I yelled up to her. I made some fresh iced tea this afternoon. Could you bring me a glass of that pretty please? She replied that I popped the cap off a bottle of Sam Adams and poured her a big glass of tea over ice and headed upstairs. Brit was at the desk, hunkered over the keyboard, mouse in hand and just clicking away. I stood behind her and gave her a kiss on the top of the head and checked out her handiwork on the screen. This girl could do things on the computer that made my head spin and I took a seat next to her and let her do her thing. While she was doing that, I did my thing and checked her out. Today's work attire was a little crop top that didn't quite make it to the bottom of her boobs and on the bottom she wore her favorite pair of satin running shorts. Barefoot, she wiggled her toes as she typed, as though somehow connected to her fingers. It made me smile. So she said, taking a break from typing and taking a sip from her iced tea. Here's what I've done. And she proceeded to walk me through the various files and directories that made up all our past work and talked about how easy it was now to reference dates and job names and find virtually any shot that had ever been taken. She was obviously quite proud of her accomplishment, and I was proud of her, but I was also smart enough to know when I was out of my element and admitted that I didn't catch half of what she had just shown me. Britt pushed back from the desk and stood up and landed in my lap, giving me a big, wet kiss. That's called job security, she whispered as she ran her tongue around my ear. The kiss or the computer work? I asked as my hand strayed up under the cut-off shirt and played with a stiff nipple. Uh, hither, I guess. She groaned as she wiggled in my lap dot we continued to make out, her gyrations increasing exponentially. Hmm. She moaned as I mauled her tits and ran my hand over her top belly. I wish we had the lounges upstairs. I'd take you up there and work on my tan while I fucked you senseless. You would, huh? I answered as I ducked down and took a nipple in my mouth as my hand found its way under the loose-fitting legs of running shorts. It only took a couple minutes to trip her trigger as her pussy gushed all over my embedded fingers. Oh shit, baby. She moaned her head buried against my neck, nipping at it. I released her captive nipple and we kissed as I continued to play with her clit, setting off many explosions inside her until she finally pushed my hand away, bringing it up to my mouth, making me clean up my own fingers. I saved a little for her and her sucking my fingers soon had my cock straining for attention. Timing being everything, we were interrupted by the ringing of the phone. Being the guy, I'd have let it ring. After all, isn't that why they invented voicemail? So you wouldn't be interrupted while she slobbered all over your cock? Evidently, Brit hadn't received the memo and bounced up for the phone. Red brick photography, she said into the receiver. Oh, hi, Becky, she said. Nope, still here, hard at work, she replied to the cute redhead we'd met at the Western Wear shop. No, she continued, we haven't shot it yet. I think it will be in the next day or so. She looked at me and winked as she listened. Hang on, I'll ask him. Britt covered the mouthpiece. 
Becky wants to know if she can drop by and watch us shoot the Dodge. You know, I still think she'd make an excellent model for the calendar, and a redhead would be a good addition. I couldn't argue and my dick hadn't receded as I thought about the little cowgirl's generous rack and round ass. That's fine, but you know we'll have to postpone the other calendar shoot for later. She stuck her tongue out at me just a little and answered, Yeah, okay. And then a whispered maybe before she was back on the horn and giving Becky directions to the studio and swapping various phone numbers. Okay, sweetie, she said gleefully. I'll give you a call when I know that it's scheduled. See you then, bye. Brit hung up the phone and turned and gave me a mischievous smile. I'm so glad we get to see Becky again, she said as she stepped in front of me and bent to give me a kiss. The kiss lingered as my hands danced up and down her bare sides and her tongue parried with mine as one of her hands strayed to my crotch. You know. As she broke our kiss and slowly dropped to her knees, I've had a couple dreams about her since we met. Unsnapping my pants and digging for the zipper, her deep blue eyes stared up at me as she grabbed my pants and briefs and slowly started to pull them toward the floor. My stiff cock bounced free, just missing her chin. She smiled as she pushed my clothes to the floor and then addressed my cock. I'll bet Becky would love to meet you, she said, giving it a kiss on the underside. She proceeded to run her tongue up from my balls, all the way to the tip. Never losing eye contact with my dick, she continued. Do you suppose she's a real redhead? Taking me in her hand and running her tongue around the crown of my eager cock. I'll bet her pussy tastes sweet. Taking me into her mouth... Her lips wrapped tightly around my shaft. I had my hands in Brit's blonde locks as she took my cock into her mouth, all the way to the root. Her hands played with my balls as she tried to swallow me whole. Coming up for air, she latched onto me, stoking my slick cock. Still conversing with my dick, she kissed and stroked it with a twisting motion. You think she has a tight little pussy? Varying the tightness of her grip as she hand fucked me. I'll bet it's not as tight as mine is. Squeezing a bit more, slowing her pace, she took me in her mouth once more, thick mucus collected from deep in her throat. Wet once more, Brit formed a circle with her thumb and forefinger and placed it on the tip. I wonder if Becky would like to have you in her ass as much as I do? As she pulled the constricting O of her fingers over the head of my cock. It popped in, forcing its way into the tightest ass imaginable, and I shuddered as I watched it break through. Baby, your cock is so big in that tight ass. As she wrapped her fingers tight, slowly taking my cock deep inside her dot, I closed my eyes as I imagined my cock probing the red-headed cowgirl's ass. I felt a tongue on my balls as I fucked Becky's ass. Ah, fuck, that's hot. Brit moaned. Her pussy's so fucking wet and your cock's so fucking big, stretching her little ass, mmm, her pussy's so sweet. My mind had Brit underneath Becky. Lapping at her pussy in my balls, front and center as I continued to pound the little redhead's ass. Fuck her, fuck her ass baby. Brit moaned as she stroked my throbbing cock. Ah shit baby, she's eating my pussy, ah fuck Bex, eat my cunt baby, lick my clit, suck it, suck it, fuck George, she knows how to eat pussy. I scrunched my eyes tighter, immersed in fantasy. Fuck George. I'm gonna come baby, come in her ass baby. I want you to come in her ass while I come all over her face, baby. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Off your cuck. My body shook as I exploded feeling her ass constricting and sucking the juices from my balls. 
My heartbeat finally slowed and I cautiously opened my eyes, as though I was unsure of what had just happened. My eyes finally focused on Brit's smiling face, her eyes brilliant, and her breathing a little labored. She was licking her lips as her hand was still wrapped around my spent cock. Fuck baby, you almost drowned me. I couldn't swallow fast enough. The evidence running between her breasts that I was speechless. I had worked up fantasies in my own head that have certainly gotten me off, but I'd never had someone else get into my head and leave me like that. In my mind, I was indeed fucking Becky as she and Brit were eating each other's pussy. I gave up and pulled Brit to my lap and kissed her. You are unbelievable, I finally said, kissing her once more. We sat there, hugging and kissing, murmuring I love you to each other, totally wrapped up in the moment. I was nearly ready to carry her to the bed there in the studio and make real love to her when the sound of the big rolling door broke the spell. We stared at each other, reading a bit of disappointment in the other's eyes and then with a shrug of the shoulders, we stood up and straightened each other's clothes. Britt turned to head down to greet our roommates when I grabbed her hand and pulled her back for one more kiss. Running my hand through her thick blonde hair, I stared into the deep blue eyes and said, I love you more and more each day. Her eyes glistened and a small tear trickled down her cheek as she buried her face in my chest, holding me tight. After a couple seconds, she tilted her head up and whispered, I can't even tell you how much I love you. We both broke into huge smiles and kissed once more, and then on cue, Kate and Gina yelled from down below, Hey, what's for dinner? We looked at other and said in unison, Kids! continue in the next part.